Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead. Meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
Welcome to New World Order Info. I'm Melissa Roxanne, and you're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and check out all the different ways to listen to AVR. And it is my live show tonight on Monday, November 23rd, 2015. And don't forget, we have great deals on organic sulfur and distillers, so check those out. They make they make great gifts, or they would be great for you and your loved ones as well. And in case you didn't know, um, one of our hosts is now on twice a week, and that is Condition Critical, the Condition Critical Show with Jay Shanahan, and he is... He, his time also moved on one of those days uh, that, you know, he's been on regularly. So, the new time and the new day for his show, uh, he used to be on Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Pacific to 4 p.m. Pacific. Now his show has moved to, um, I'm sorry, it was 3 p.m. <laughs> Telling you the wrong thing. Okay, he used to be on at 3 p.m. Now he's moved to 2 p.m. Okay, and that's on Tuesdays, Condition Critical, with Jay Shanahan. So his new time moved up an hour to 2 p.m. in Colonel Bo's former spot. And he is an Army Ranger, and he greatly respects Colonel Bo Greitz as well. He talked about that on his last show, which I enjoyed very much, by the way. And then his show comes on again Thursdays. That's his new show day. He's added a second uh, show. So he's on two hours a week now instead of just one and a new day, which is Thursdays, the same time, 2 to 3 p.m. Pacific time. So, um, and don't forget that we also have Govern America on Saturdays. That's on AVR2, and that show airs. 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific Time on AVR2. And then it repeats on Thursday after Frank's last show. So the repeat airs 9 p.m. to midnight Pacific Time Thursday nights in case you weren't able to catch the live Saturday show. And it is live, by the way, for three hours. So there's that. Um... And it is, like I told you, the 23rd of November, 2015, so Thanksgiving is coming up soon, so I hope all of you have a happy Thanksgiving, for those of you that do celebrate that, and AVR won't be uh, having live shows on that day, but we'll have a lot of great uh, shows for you to listen to and everything, so... Anyway, that's like the only uh, day Frank really takes off, you know. I mean, he and I both are here for all the holidays and birthdays and all of that. So, uh, this is the one time a year that he actually takes the day off for a holiday. We don't even celebrate the other ones, so we do celebrate Thanksgiving, though. So, thanks to all of you out there that support us in many different ways. We appreciate that. And to the macro broadcasters and all. Okay. So, um, I've been giving you info about how to make money from home and 
how to make money, things that you can sell, things that you can sell on eBay and different places to sell and different places to buy or maybe to buy in order to resell things. So I'm going to continue on with that tonight. And um, these are some things that you may not have thought about that you could sell on eBay or other places. And, and these are things that are selling or have sold on eBay, for instance. Um, so I'll run through some of the ones that I've already told you about, in case you missed it, uh, on my show last week. Um, people are selling things like empty boxes. And a lot of times, things can be worth more money if the original box that the product came in is sold with it. Um, and people are even selling just the empty boxes and making money. So... Um, you know, people are buying things used and giving it to people, like their kids or whatever, and they'd like to have the, the new box that the item came in, so maybe the kids won't realize it's used, you know, and things like that. So, um, that's just one reason. A lot of times people just like to have the box, and they may get something in really good condition, you know, um, that just doesn't have the original box, so they'd like to to get that original box so people are selling those um one of those items sold for $78 for instance and that was just a certain doll the a, a box that a doll came in an American girl doll the empty box from 2011 the doll of the year sold for $78 on eBay um so that's just one example um and another thing you know like I said if it's a lot of times it can be worth a lot more money. So, you know, if you if you do intend maybe one day to sell some things or maybe you're saving them for your loved ones, passing them down or something, it's good to save those original boxes. Um, and, and maybe even to sell them, you know, just the box itself. So keep that in mind and don't throw away the original boxes, especially if it's something people collect or... Something that may be worth money, you know, more money down the road, etc. So keep those boxes, maybe. Um, another thing people do is they might just buy things and never take them out of the box. If it is something that's, you know, a very highly desirable item. If it's something like a collectible, um, whatever. So it's going to make it be worth a lot more money normally. So, But the empty boxes also are, are going for money on eBay and probably other places as well. And so cords are another thing you may not think about that you could sell. People are selling those. Um, all kinds of different cords, power charger cords for cell phones or, um, you know, even old cell phones and things like that. Um, just all kinds of cords, cords and, uh, you know, uh, AC adapters, whatever it is, lots of cords and stuff like that. Um, that's something not to throw out. You know, and whatever it is, if, if it's something you're thinking of throwing out, think about, can I sell this, you know? Think if you could sell it on Craigslist or eBay or wherever you decide to sell it, um, 
Or could you give it away? You know, maybe somebody would like it and you don't really care about the money, but somebody else could find a use for it. And people are using things that it's called repurposing. They're they're coming up with different ways to use items, you know. So you may think, oh, nobody would want this, but people are finding all kinds of ways to repurpose items and use them in different ways than were originally intended. And so there, if you just type in repurpose and, and go to a search engine, you know, and type that in, you'll find all kinds of things. People are using, for instance, armoires. You may think, you know, no big deal. People use those, like, for the TVs, you know, the ones that have the places cut out for a TV, maybe, you know, and maybe some cords or they have some holes in the back or whatever. And that's what a lot of people are using certain ones of those for. Well, they're repurposing those, and people are using those for all kinds of things because they're great for storage of, of so many things. So, you know, they they could always put a back on them if part of the back's missing or the whole back's missing. Maybe you have something with the whole back of the furniture is missing, like an armoire. Somebody could easily take whatever they'd like, a piece of plywood or, you know, whether it's a nicer piece or not, whatever, and they can use that item. So whether or not you sell it, or just give it away, you know, you could put it outside your home so you don't have to really have contact with somebody if you'd like and sell it on Craigslist or, or not sell it, but uh, give it away on Craigslist. They have a free section and whatever it is people don't want, they're putting things on Craigslist. And, and if they don't want to have contact with people and they don't want to deal with the people, They'll just put it outside, you know, near the curb or something, or in their driveway or wherever it is so that they don't have somebody, you know, some total stranger coming to their door, coming in their home and stuff like that. So if you'd like to to see those free things, you can just look for, you know, go to Craigslist and find the, the nearest city near you, maybe that that might not have a very many listings so you may want to search another nearby city if, if there's more listings there but if you go to the free section you'll find all kinds of wonderful things I'm amazed at the things I see on there for free and you know if you have a way to go get them and you have the right type of vehicle like a truck or a van a lot of times they're big items um, other times they may easily fit in a small car so you just never know. Or things that you could just walk to wherever it is if it's close to you and then pick it up and carry it home, you know. So uh, people that usually get those type of things, I mean, some things I do see on there for days or, or longer. And it might be a really nice thing, you know. It's just people don't, people for whatever reason haven't gotten it yet. So sometimes the item may be kind of in a rural area um, and people don't want to drive that far to get it, but maybe you don't mind, or maybe you're closer than they are, or maybe you live near that rural area or whatever. Um, so that's a good source to look for free items, and a lot of people are going on there getting free items and reselling those. Um, so that's another way to make money, and or a way to find things. Maybe if you don't have enough money to buy the thing you want, you might find it for free on Craigslist. I did that very thing. I've never bought anything on Craigslist before. Um, 
and one time I I was wanting something for years I've told you this but um, I, we had an oven and you know it was an oven that I loved you know we both loved it and it had a convection feature which actually didn't work but um, it had a rotisserie feature and all that but it was just a countertop oven and it, and it just worked really good and it was much better than using the large oven which is Ours is um, powered by propane. Anyway, and so this was just an, an electric oven that could be plugged in, and um, ours stopped working. We got it used for $20 at a thrift store not long after I moved here, and I moved here in March of 2008. So Frank and I were in a thrift store, and I had seen the oven... And then he saw the oven, and he wanted to get the oven, and so did I. And so, you know, we got it. It was $20, and it was one of the best things we've ever bought, you know, for a you know, re really good deal. Because they go for, a lot of times, $100 or more new, say on eBay and other places. Um, some people are selling them for close to 200 on eBay. Uh, they even have a lot of used ones that go for you know, fifty, seventy five, a hundred dollars or more on eBay. So it's a Hamilton Beach oven. It has the rotisserie feature, the convection oven, you know, feature. Um and it has a lot of different places to put racks in the oven. A lot of ovens aren't as big. A lot of ovens are pieces of junk because I've bought them <laughs> and had nothing but terrible, you know, a terrible time with them and I've ended up like returning one of those that I did buy and then most ovens are just small you know you can't put a large say uh, 9 by 13 inch pan in them and this oven you can and it also has two different racks and you can move the racks around there's like I don't know exactly I'm gonna say four different places you can put the racks in the oven so you could technically put two different things in that oven, say two different 9 by 13 size casserole dishes, you know, or Pyrex pans or whatever um, in the oven. And that's very unique because most of them, they are not that big. So that's the first thing. So, you know, anybody that cooks out there, anybody that even heats stuff up, it's a fantastic oven to have. And it is you know, large but not huge or anything. It's just, it's a lot more efficient than using a large oven. Another thing to think about is if you have a regular size oven, whether, whatever kind it is, if it has a self-cleaning feature, that's not good because that means it's lined with fluoride. It's that non-stick stuff and that's very unhealthy to, you know, use that oven and to eat things out of there. Um, it's like using the nonstick pots and pans or George Foreman grills and other grills and panini makers and whatever it is, waffle makers. And yes, I actually do have some of those things. It's just, you know, I've, I don't use them often because I know they're bad. Like, I don't use nonstick pans and things like that. But I do have um, some waffle makers that have the nonstick coating. And unless you get a really old one, it's hard to find the, those that don't. We have, like, a really old vintage waffle maker, too, and it does not have the nonstick coating. 
Um, but all the George Foreman grills and panini makers, they have the nonstick coatings now. You know, whatever type of grills they are, George Foreman is just a really well-known brand. But anyway, so these self-cleaning ovens, whether you realize it or not, if it's a self-cleaning oven, that means it's going to have this nonstick coating. And a lot of the countertop ovens have the nonstick coatings too because I waited a long time. Our oven, what happened was the convection feature didn't work, but it still worked. You know, and it was a great oven. Like I said, it hold, it held 9 by 13 inch pans. It held a couple of those. Or you could put like a, a chicken or a ham or whatever. You know, you could probably cook a turkey in the oven, I'm sure. Not that I do that because I don't even like turkey and we don't really eat turkey. But just saying, um, you know, it depends on how big it is, of course. But, uh, you know, depending on the size, you could cook a lot of different things in this oven. So um, it's just a, gr a really good one. Anyway, so what happened was after having this oven and using it, instead of using the big oven we have, I used that small countertop electric oven which was bigger than most you know countertop ovens and I loved it and after using it for years and who knows how old it was before we bought it in the thrift store it was used to begin with and it only cost $20 um one day the oven door shattered I wasn't even in the house or whatever and I came in and the oven door had shattered so um I don't know I used it all those years, and that never happened, and then all of a sudden that happened. So, um, nothing happened bad. I mean, nobody got hurt, no cats, or no nobody else got hurt, but still, it, it killed me. I love the oven, and I still do have it. You know, we have the oven, but the door is the only thing now that we don't have. So, we kept it, you know, because, hey, why throw it away? You never know. You might could use it for parts or whatever. So we still have it. And then I was wanting to get another oven like it. And one day, you know, it, this has been years since the oven door shattered. We, you know, saw this other oven. I saw another oven. We were together in a store and decided, you know, okay, let's get this one. So we got it. And I didn't know it at the time, but it had that nonstick coating on the inside of it. And I didn't realize it. So the the box never left my car because I saw that it had the nonstick coating. And I knew right then, okay, I don't want the 7 with the nonstick coating because that's something very unhealthy. So um, we ended up returning it and getting the money back in, in a few days after we had purchased that. So um, then there was still the oven that was just kind of like my dream oven, you know, just like a countertop oven. There's other ovens that I'd, I love even more, but um, they cost thousands of dollars, one of them does. So I'll tell you the story about this oven and how I got it on Craigslist. The only thing I've ever gotten on Craigslist on the other side. So don't go anywhere. Doing that 
have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Countries have denied Internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free-to-air satellite system from AVR. The AVR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for $149. $49.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541 541- 
5-4-6-5-9. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
Welcome back to New World Order Info. I'm Melissa Roxanne, and you're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com. And it is my live show tonight on Monday, November 23rd, 2015. So I was telling you about uh, this oven that I loved and used for a long time, and we got it for $20 in a thrift store. It's a countertop oven, and it had, at one time, a convection feature, but it quit working before we purchased it secondhand in the thrift store. It still had the rotisserie function, which I never did use, but I still loved the oven. It was, like, my favorite oven. Um, And then one day, after using it for years, um, I don't know, maybe five years or something, or six years, the oven door shattered. And so we kept the oven, you know, just just for whatever reason, for parts, etc. And I wanted to replace it and get one just like it. But um, I went a long time for, I don't know, at least a couple of years without, you know, getting the oven, and I wanted one just like it. So we were in a store, and I told you we did purchase another countertop oven, and it was a good deal. Um, It was brand new in the box and all that, so I didn't realize it at the time, but before even getting it out of my car when we got home I saw that it said non-stick you know the inside had this non-stick coating and I knew that that was a very bad thing for our health and I didn't want the oven once I saw that so we returned it to the store okay speaking of the whole non-stick coating thing I'm gonna give you some info regarding that um and this is called Uh, Canaries in the Kitchen, Teflon Kills Birds. Uh, Avian veterinarians have known for years that Teflon-coated and other non-stick cookware can produce fumes that are highly toxic to birds. As early as 1986, a Chicago-area expert on Teflon toxicosis called the phenomenon a leading cause of death among birds. An estimated that hundreds of birds are killed by the fumes and particles emitted from Teflon-coated products each year. Although an accurate national accounting of deaths is not available, in a single year, this Chicago veterinarian documented 296 bird deaths in 105 cases involving nonstick cookware. Okay, so that's what it does to birds. It kills them. But it's also bad for you, your family, you know, your children, your loved ones, and I'm sure your pets, too, you know, the health of all of you. And the fumes that it gives off are really bad. Who knows? It could cause cancer. Um, I know that I have seen uh, one thing where DuPont uh, nonstick pots and pans, you know, they made those in a factory, and people that lived around there had a much higher rate of cancer and deformities, okay? And so I I wouldn't trust, you know, using those. I wouldn't cook on a daily basis. In fact, I wouldn't own any kind of Teflon pots and pans, and I have in the past. I did Before I knew better, I used to have a whole set of T-Fall, and those were coated with the nonstick. And I'm amazed to this day that all these corporations, you know, DuPont... Uh, they're still making them, and they're still making tons of products that have this nonstick coating. 
they even sold a wax and I'm not saying that the wax you know didn't work well to wax vehicles you know um, and it could be sprayed on and all that but it was made with this bad fluoride stuff you know which they dump in our water and they put it in the toothpaste and it's this toxic waste byproduct from aluminum uh, the making of aluminum and uh, fertilizer and, and all that so it's really really bad and they needed a way to get rid of it and they found you know Hitler and Joseph Stalin uh, they used it in in the ghettos, you know, Hitler did, and in the gulags and the concentration camps and all that. They used that they added fluoride uh, to the water, and they found that, you know, it would dumb people down, it would make them re less rebellious to authority figures, and it would make them into couch potatoes and all that. Fluoride causes cancer, so when you're using these nonstick pots and pans or maybe it's a um an iron with the nonstick coating on it or maybe it's an oven that has the self-cleaning feature or it has a nonstick coating even the countertop ovens or the the you know wall ovens or whatever the kind that just you know sit on your floor those kind of ovens whatever most people do have the kind that have the the uh, self-cleaning feature so I would be you know if it were me I wouldn't want to have that kind of oven so you know it's up to you you do what you want believe what you want you can look into it and research it and then decide for yourself but I just don't feel like it's a healthy thing to to have those things and and it does kill birds you know so you know they claim oh it's safe you know you just shouldn't use these different pots you know don't turn them over like medium heat you know don't use high heat with these non-stick pots of pans but I don't agree with that I don't think using them is safe and I do believe the fumes are really bad and eating food from them is really bad too so yes I've done it in the past when I didn't know better uh, I threw them all away I wouldn't give them away because I don't want anybody else to get cancer you know, I don't want to harm somebody else, so um, I got rid of those. And, yeah, there are people that say even stainless steel pots and pans are bad, okay? Um, and they may be, but I think they're better than the Teflon coated or the nonstick, you know, coating pots and pans are. Um, I think probably the safest would be glass or ceramic, you know, as far as pots and pans and things like that go to use. Um, maybe the next safest could be stainless steel, but probably the best two would be the ceramic ones. And by the way, I bought a ceramic pan once, and I'm not really talking about the ceramic pans. I, I don't know how safe those are, but one particular one that I got, I got a good deal on it. It was a brand new, uh, supposedly ceramic coated. It was like a white coating. And it's supposed to be the new thing. You know, it's been out for a few years now. But people kind of got scared with these nonstick pots and pans that have the black coating, you know. Um, so they they decided, okay, we're going to put something else out. We're going to say it's safer, this, that, and the other. So they put out those ceramic coated ones. And some of those may be okay, you know. I don't know. But I did uh, get one particular one that came from Target. 
and Goodwill in our area anyway gets products from Target at times so when I go to Goodwill I have bought certain things that were brand new you know at Goodwill which is a thrift store where they usually sell used items secondhand items but I bought this brand new large pan you know that you would use on the stove from Goodwill and it originally came from Target well Target I don't know how the deal goes they may donate them to Goodwill or whatever but Goodwill sells these products for half the price that Target originally sold them for so I've seen and even bought some things like that that were brand new and I got like got them for half price of the original purchase price so I got this pan I don't remember what I paid for it but I think I paid $15 so the original price was 30 but anyway I got it home and I used it once and it gave off these really bad fumes and um, I, the first time I used it the coating started coming off so that particular one no I, I quit using that I would never use it again you know so that is an example of one that I wouldn't recommend but anyway um, there are ceramic things that go in the oven you know, instead of glass, they'll be made out of ceramic and they'll be white or whatever. Sometimes they may be other colors, but those are the ones that I'm saying I think are safe to use. And then um, there are actually glass, um, I believe it's made by Pyrex, but there are actually um, cookware that's made out of glass. Now that, you know, I don't really have any of that type of uh, cookware. I do have a lot of Pyrex pans that go in the oven, but there are actually some that go on the stove. As far as I know, those are safe. You know, you're not going to have to worry about some nonstick coating coming off or some toxic thing like fluoride, you know, that lines pots and pans. Um, I have heard of some Pyrex things shattering. Um, actually, Raleigh James, who used to be on AVR, she said she got some Pyrex. Uh, pans that go in the oven and some of her shattered because they weren't the old vintage type and all that well I've bought brand new ones and I've gotten a lot of old ones from thrift stores and stuff like that I've never had any of them shatter on me or break or you know something like that so that was her experience and she liked the older ones and she said she never had a problem with the older ones but it was the newer um, Pyrex ones so that's something you might want to think about looking into maybe if you do have nonstick pots and pans. Um, I use stainless steel usually, but for the oven, I do like, um, you know, the Pyrex or ceramic pans for the oven or casserole dishes made by Pyrex. Um, and some of the, a lot of those are pretty highly collectible. And, you know, I found one at a thrift store. Um, you know, I got a good deal on it. A lot of them have patterns and things like that. So people really like those Pyrex, you know, old Pyrex uh, casserole dishes and things like that. And they have lids. And it's a vintage item that people really like. They're highly collectible. And I found one day in a Goodwill, it was, I forget what I paid, but I looked it up on eBay and they were going for like $35. And, you know, I got a much better price on it. So... It has a sunflower, uh, large sunflower pattern. Some people call it daisy, but so that's the one that I have, and I have others too. But anyway, so that one's highly desirable. 
But something like that, those are safe, you know, and I wouldn't worry about cooking in something like that. But I would stay away from the Teflon lined or anything that has fluoride or any kind of non-stick coating on pots and pans. And like I say, it's on grills and panini makers, which is just a word for a sandwich maker. You know, you usually cook sandwiches in it. Um, and you you just put the lid down. They call it a panini maker, but it's really just another word for sandwiches. And um, then they have the kind you can put like a grilled cheese in, and it make you know it'll like kind of cut your grilled cheese. And then they have those I forget the name of it uh, GTE Express or something like that, where you can pour things in it like eggs and you know cake mixes and biscuit dough and make all kind of things you know well those are lined with that non-stick you know teflon junk too that is toxic and cancer causing so i would stay away from those um and yes I, a lot of us have these and we have other appliances like waffle makers and maybe those flat grills that you know one side has the waffle maker and the other side is a flat grill and they have all these different ones you can change out but they're all the non-stick coating you know at least the ones that they sold for years are so I would stay away from those and yes I do have some I just hardly ever use them you know it's like once every few years I might use one or something but I don't recommend it and I don't think it's a good thing to do on an often basis or daily basis so but anyway so the these birds are dying they they've been getting killed from these you know, the non-stick cookware. And under ordinary cooking scenarios, this article goes on to say, Teflon kills birds. A review of the literature and bird owners' accounts of personal experience with Teflon toxicosis shows that Teflon can be lethal at normal cooking temperatures with no human lapses in judgment or wakefulness. Bird deaths have been documented during or immediately after the following normal cooking scenarios. New Teflon-lined Amana oven was used to bake biscuits at 325 degrees Fahrenheit. All the owner's baby parrots died. Four stovetop burners underlined with Teflon-coated drip pans. Okay, and those are the pans that go under your burners to catch whatever, you know, cooking spills or whatever, those um, Teflon-coated drip pans to make them easier to clean, uh, they were preheated in preparation for Thanksgiving dinner. Fourteen birds died within 15 minutes. Non-stick cookie sheet. It was placed under the oven broiler to catch the drippings. 107 chicks died. Uh, the self-cleaning feature on the oven was used. A $2,000 bird died. A set of Teflon pans, including the egg poaching pan, were attributed to seven bird deaths over seven years. Water burned off a hot pan, and more than 55 birds died. An electric skillet, that's another thing that used to be popular way back in the day, um, and I don't think they were lined. They, a lot of them were made of aluminum, and that's another thing that's bad. By the way, aluminum and aluminum foil. A lot of people are going to be using aluminum foil for Thanksgiving and Christmas to make hams or turkeys or what have you. And they'll wrap it up in that aluminum foil or they'll use it on other dishes 
you know, casseroles and things like that in the oven. They'll use it on pies. They'll put it on top of things to keep them from burning, to keep them from browning too much, etc., or to try to hold the juices in. I would not do that. I have done it in the past, but I've learned now it's a bad thing to do for your health because uh, aluminum does get in your food, and, you know, whether or not it gets in your food, I wouldn't use it. I don't believe it's good or safe. I believe that it does cause Alzheimer's disease, and you can look it up. I mean, you know, they found aluminum in the brains of people that have Alzheimer's. So that's one thing, and other heavy metals, too. But aluminum is one of those things that people use, and I'm sure that the powers that be know this, and they know it's not safe, and they put it out there, and they promote it. And another thing, Reynolds Wrap or whatever brand of plastic wrap, that's another thing. You know, people put that in the microwave. That's very unhealthy, too. They use plastic in the microwave. Microwaves themselves are very unhealthy, and they cause cancer. And if you're also, you know, putting um, this plastic coating or plastic, uh, whatever it is to cook in, in the microwave and using that and thinking that it's okay, you know, you can use plastic in the microwave, well, all the chemicals in the plastic that heat up, you know, that's not good. It's really bad for you. And that can leach into your food, those chemicals, etc. And so I wouldn't be using microwaves, you know, I would get rid of a microwave or, you know, just never use it again for anything. And... I wouldn't give it away to somebody else to use either because, you know, it's not good for them either. So I'll come back and talk about more of this on the other side and about selling things and lots of other subjects. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
ancient prophetic texts warn us that in the last days there will be wars and rumors of war, famines, pestilence, earthquakes in many places, and troublesome times, men fainting from fear from what is coming upon the earth. Even though these words were penned almost 2,000 years ago, we can readily see that this dire warning is applicable in the days in which we are living in now. Days of Chaos, a new book by L.A. Marzulli, exposes what is happening in the Middle East, the Fukushima disaster, the mysterious animal and fish die-off, the rise of the 8.0 and greater earthquake, the coming one world government, the collapse of the U.S. dollar, UFO activity, and so much more. Days of Chaos has the information you need in these troublesome times. Don't be afraid of these events. Come to an understanding of why they are happening as they were prophesied long ago. These are the Days of Chaos. Go to www.lamarzuli.net www.lamarzuli.net These are the Days of Chaos. Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it. Nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
Welcome back to New World Order Info. I'm Melissa Roxanne. You're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and check out all the different ways to listen. Check out our superstore. Join us in the chat room. And we have a news feed on there. Lots of different news articles. If you scroll down the page, you'll also see the globe with uh, the red dots that show where people listen from all over the world. So welcome to everybody all over the world that listens to AVR. And um, so check out all that stuff and come to the chat room and, and join us in there. So I was I was talking about an oven and, and then talking about a lot of other stuff too, as well as selling things on Craigslist and eBay, etc. Um, but I was just letting you know that the nonstick coatings on those pots and pans, those are very bad and bad for one's health, and they have been known to kill birds. So I'm going to give you a few more things about that. Um, so, you know, a lot of these things have killed birds. Like I said, um, I was telling you before the break, uh, an electric skillet, like I said, I think they used to be made out of aluminum. That's another thing that's bad. And I was talking about the aluminum foil and the plastic wrap. Um, I wouldn't use that plastic wrap in the microwave or the plastic, um, you know, cookware in the microwave. Or I wouldn't use the microwave at all. And I wouldn't use it with the plastic items um, because, you know... Just because the FDA approved those does not mean they're safe, does not mean that they don't cause cancer, etc. Look at all the things they've approved that do cause cancer. And, you know, I'm sure they're right there with the, you know, usurper administration and all the other presidents and their administrations and, you know, governmental agencies and the powers that be, the New World Order, you know, minions and, and Satan's minions. Um, all of them are working together to try to sicken and poison us, and the pharmaceutical corporations are right there, big pharma, you know, working hand-in-hand with them, you know, and they're making a lot of money off of all these things they do to poison us, and they're killing off the population, and before they kill us off, they sicken us, and most people line up, you know, to get the so-called health care and to get on those big pharma drugs and over-the-counter drugs which kill us so you know I'm not one of those I used to be one of those that would go to the doctor when I got sick you know I may not go as soon as other people I would wait till I was near death or something then I would go but you know I would go and then I would get an antibiotic um, like one called Z-Pak you know if I had bronchitis I had bronchitis a few times and I would get this thing called Z-Pack, and yes, it made me a lot better within a couple of days. It was it was like the it was like a wondrous thing I thought. But then I found out, you know, it's killed people, and so you know, long after I quit using um, any kind of antibiotics and you know going to the doctor, you know, hadn't been to the doctor for years because I knew it was a bad thing and these drugs are bad, but I, I didn't realize, you know, oh, wow, I looked it up, and um, it's zithromycin, I believe is the term, but, you know, they call it Z-Pak, 
and it's like a few pills, and you just take like maybe two the first day or something, I think, and then one every day after that, and it's this antibiotic that really supposed to make you, you know, get over something like bronchitis and other things really quickly, but hey, it can kill you, so just so you know. Um, children's Motrin has made people blind. A lot of these drugs, you know, that you think are safe for the kids, safe for you, aspirins, you know, they're they're deadly. They can kill, they can cause heart attacks, strokes, all kind of problems. And, you know, I know Wendy from uh, her show, Herb Talk Live, she read an article recently about these things like aspirin and Tylenol and other kind of, you know, painkillers that people use routinely, you know, everybody has them at home in their cabinet or whatever, and they give them to their children and their family, and they take them themselves, and she was reading an article about how, you know, they're really deadly, and I've been telling you that for years, um, that they do cause heart attacks and strokes and all kinds of problems and health problems, and they have made people go blind, you know, uh, one girl went blind from children's Motrin and almost died, and she's now maybe an adult, um, but it happened when she was a child. She almost died, and it burned her. She had, um, they call it toxic epidermal necrolysis 10, or um, there's another term for it, um, Stephen Johnson's syndrome, and or Stevens johnson syndrome. Anyway, both of those are pretty much the same thing. Um, one's more severe than the other. Um, so SJS, Steven Johnson syndrome, or toxic epidermal necrolysis, also known as TIN, anybody can get that from taking any kind of over-the-counter drug or pharmaceutical drug, just so you know. So even Motrin or an aspirin or Tylenol, acetaminophen, um, you know, all these different things, bear, whatever it is, um, different things that people take can all cause these. You could have an allergic reaction, and you could have, you could get, you know, Stevens-Johnson syndrome or toxic epidermal necrolysis. You need to read up on these things and see what causes them, because any of these things can cause them. All the drugs that you have in your home right now, whether they're over-the-counter or prescribed by a doctor, whatever, can kill you and your family and your children. So you should know the risk because the doctors, the hospitals, you know, and the pharmaceutical corporations themselves are not going to tell you. And they have started changing their labels, okay, but they're still not going to tell you the truth. But I'm amazed at just the ads I see on the Internet and in magazines and on television that list all these deadly side effects and things that just are unbelievable that they tell you that can happen to you if you take these drugs and people still take them, you know. So I think people are just totally brainwashed because if you can see a commercial like that or read it in a magazine and most of them won't even bother reading. I mean, I do because, you know, I'm into things like this and knowing about them and I want to know the truth, but... It's just amazing. I have physicians, drug reference books, you know, that are really big, huge, thick ones. Like you heard Doc Mike read on the air. I have some of those that are really big, huge books that doctors use. And, and I'm sure doctors also use the Internet and look stuff up and all that. You know, and I would I would just, you know, if it were me, I don't take those drugs. So, But if, I just am amazed. And I've known people in my own family that I'm very close to 
that have taken these drugs that have gotten, like, pneumonia from the drug, that have gotten, you know, um, other things that could have killed them from these drugs, like blood clots, you know, and it will say right there in the side effects that it has caused these things, and then they've gotten that too, okay, and then they'll be in the hospital, and they'll have pneumonia, okay, and it could kill them, by the way, vitamin C will, will cure that, but, and then, instead of giving them vitamin C, of course, they don't. They give them antibiotics, which can also kill them, could also kill them. And then, they give them a flu shot in the hospital and a pneumonia shot in the hospital when they already have pneumonia. These are the kind of things these doctors and nurses do, you know, and, and it's just terrible. These are bioweapons. These vaccinations and things like that are bioweapons. And if you look... You know, you'll see everywhere you go, you'll go to the supermarket or the drugstore or wherever it may be, and you'll see signs up saying, you know, get your flu shots here, we'll give you a discount and all this stuff. And people are just lining up to get them and getting them every year. And my family does that, you know, even after they've had pneumonia, even after they've been in the hospital, had pneumonia, and gotten a vaccination for pneumonia at the same time, which means it had the live virus in there of pneumonia. You know, and so they haven't killed them off yet, and they're still lining up to go get that flu shot every year. You know, got to get it because the doctors tell them you got to get it to be safe. You know, you don't want to come down with the flu. And a lot of people that get them, yes, they are, they do get the flu, you know. And you're putting that live virus in your body, your children's body every time, you know, and, or your baby's body. And, and that's amazing to me, too. It's sick. It's just disgusting. And people are just so brainwashed. It's just like the mercury fillings, the amalgam fillings that, you know, we used to not know any better and didn't realize it was mercury or, I don't know, our parents didn't realize it was mercury and they would take us to the dentist and, you know, if we had a cavity, you would get these toxic mercury fillings in your teeth. And so a lot of us have those. And it's just very, very bad for us. And it's you know, putting this mercury and the mercury vapors and all that in our bodies. And so, you know, you can go on YouTube and look up, type in mercury teeth, um, and you can see a video where you can see the the mercury. It's like these fumes that you can see coming off of the teeth that have the, the toxic mercury am amalgams. And um, so you should go watch that video. But it's being released into our bodies, you know. So if you choose to get that taken out, you know, to get those fillings removed, you know, that have the mercury in them, you have to be sure and do it in a safe manner and go to somebody, you know, a a, a dentist that really knows what they're doing that can take them out. And dentists, you know, have been poisoned by mercury, too. I know we've had one on AVR that got poisoned from mercury and probably from putting the mercury in people's teeth or removing them or whatever. But... You know, it's it's very dangerous. So they're poisoning us every which way. And these nonstick pots and pans and self-cleaning ovens and irons that have the nonstick coating on them are highly dangerous. And different things that have these coatings on them, you know. Um, they're in toaster ovens, this coating is. So anything that has this nonstick coating is highly dangerous. And any product that you'll see, you know, I would be wary of products made by DuPont. Um, and and if they stay, say that it's like some nonstick coating or um, it has, 
anything like that in it, I would be wary. Another thing that has that are is the carpets, rugs, furniture. Um, Scotch Guard is one that it's really bad for your health. I believe it causes cancer myself. Um, and your babies, you know, crawl on that carpet. Your children, you know, sit and lie down on that carpet. And you do too. You walk in it barefoot. Or maybe you think it's better to get your furniture coated or to get a can of this stuff and spray it on your furniture. And they have different names for them. I don't recall all of them. But Stain Master is one that they call, you know, they talk about, I think, for maybe carpets or, or rugs and things like that. Um, maybe DuPont Stain Master carpet or something. And then there's the Scotch Guard that they use to treat furniture. Or you can buy it in a can and treat your furniture yourself. But I believe these things are really bad for our health, okay? And it has these terrible chemicals. They claim it's to protect things from different, you know, stains and stuff like that. So you're more worried about your furniture getting some kind of stain than you are about your health and your loved one's health. Well, maybe you weren't aware, but you should look into it. Um, and I do believe it's really bad, so I would try to stay away from all those and also, you know, if you do buy things secondhand, furniture could be treated without. So, you know, just be aware. But, you know, I wouldn't go purchase something brand new or get a can of it and treat my furniture myself or ask for them to treat it for you or to get carpet that has this in there. Um, it's called sick building syndrome, too. That has sickened a lot of people and, you know, caused them to have to move out of their homes because of all this toxic stuff like the foam uh, stuff that they use for insulation and uh, to seal cracks and crevices and all this stuff. You know, they found it's caused cancer and all kind of health problems. And there's so many more things like that out there that people aren't aware of that they use all the time. So just be aware of that. And getting back to the, the Teflon nonstick pans and stuff, you know, talking about birds, um, this veterinarian... Um, you know, they they were saying as early as 1986, this expert in the Chicago area on Teflon toxicosis called the phenomenon a leading cause of death among birds and estimated that hundreds of birds are killed by the fumes and particles emitted from Teflon-coated products each year. So if it's doing that to the birds, what's it doing to us? What's it doing to the babies? What's it doing to the children? What's it doing to the animals that are very small, you know, a lot smaller than us, usually, you know, maybe five or ten pound animals or bigger, whatever. They live in your homes, too, you know, and it's killing the birds who are very small. It kills them. What's it doing to us? Is that causing cancer? I believe it is, you know, and we know that fluoride causes cancer, so I wouldn't be using these things. Um, so... For instance, going on with different things that have killed the birds, an electric skillet at 300 degrees Fahrenheit and a space heater were used at the same time. It killed a pet bird. A toaster oven with a nonstick coating was used to prepare food at a normal temperature, and the bird survived but suffered respiratory distress. Water was being heated for hot cocoa, which boiled off completely. It killed the pet bird. Um, a grill plate on a gas stove was used to prepare food at normal temperatures. Two birds died on two separate occasions. And then I told you that others, you know, killed birds. Um, one 
uh, new Teflon lined Amana oven was used to bake biscuits at 325 degrees. All the owner's baby parrots died. And four stovetop burners that were underlined with the Teflon coated drip pans, they were preheated in preparation for Thanksgiving dinner. Fourteen birds died within 15 minutes. So, you know, we're getting ready to start cooking for Thanksgiving for people that celebrate that that's coming up. And a lot of people, you know, next month will be celebrating Christmas, which we don't, but a lot of other people do. So you're going to be doing all this cooking, and a lot of people are going to be using these nonstick pots and pans and different things, you know, that have the nonstick coatings and the self-cleaning oven functions or maybe an iron to iron your clothing to get the wrinkles out and they're, they have the nonstick coatings. Maybe you don't have the pet birds or maybe you do. And, you know, most people aren't even aware that this can kill them and what does it do to our health as well. You know, it's really, really bad. So, you know, I just wanted to let you know that. And instead of using the aluminum foil... Um, I, I wouldn't use that to wrap up something or to put it on a casserole dish or a pie or whatever to keep it from getting burnt or brown too much or to keep the juices in it. And I wouldn't use those bags. I personally wouldn't use them. They're, they're like made out of chemicals, plastic, whatever. You know, the boil-in bags that people use, those I believe are very bad. I've, I do definitely believe. I think they, you know, cause all kind of health problems that probably cause cancer too. And they just have terrible chemicals in there. So I, I don't care who approved them, if the FDA approved them, and they claim to be safe and safe to use and all that and safe for your health. I personally would stay away from those, and I've never used them. Um, I have used aluminum foil before I knew any better. Then there's those seal pats, those seal pat uh, or silicone things. Like uh, people put them in their pans instead of like just using butter or flour. You know, people make cakes, and they pour the cake batter into their pan, and some people put flour on them, some people put butter to keep it from sticking. Well, people just don't want to bother, so they get those Silpats, they're called. That's one brand, I believe, Martha Stewart uses and promotes, and they're made out of silicone. And then there's a lot of other things people use that have silicone or silicone coating or just pots that or, or pans that go in the oven made out of silicone. I personally wouldn't trust those or, or you know, I would be, I, I just think they're they're bad for our health. You know, they could cause all kinds of problems, so I don't use them. But instead of using the, the Reynolds, for instance, as one brand, I know people use them and they put turkeys in them or they put roasts in them. Um, like a rump roast or whatever kind of roast, you know, to make roast beef or I don't know the technical terms for everything. People call them different things, but just whatever kind of meat to put a roast in the oven. Um, I have never used those and my mother didn't use them, but a lot of people do and they think it's good because then you don't have to clean up. You know, they don't want to bother cleaning up or they think that it's going to make the thing juicier. You know, it's going to keep your turkey juicy and... You know, it's going to keep chicken that way, and it'll kind of self-baste. And, or you can put a ham in there, you know, and wrap it up in this big, huge bag and put it in your oven. And then there's those other things that look like, I don't know, they're whatever they're, they look kind of like disposable or cardboard or something that go in the ovens now. 
I just, I don't trust any of these things, and I think they're highly dangerous for our health, and they cause all kind of health problems, and probably cancer, who knows what else, um, but, for instance, they have found aluminum in the brains of Alzheimer's, uh, people that have Alzheimer's, so instead of using those, I would use parchment paper, try using parchment paper, I think that would be a lot healthier to wrap things, and don't use those boiling bags either, okay, we'll be right back, don't go anywhere.
studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. have denied internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free to air satellite system from AVR. The AVR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75 centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for $149 99 that's right delivered for 149.99 that's the shipping and the system 149.99 call 541-225-4659 that's 541-225-4659 or visit americanvoiceradio.com and click satellite system running out, jobs leaving the country. Many people cannot afford to eat or keep a roof over their head. Too many can do neither. Messiah's Branch has a mission church in Wichita, Kansas that helps the victims of this banker's economy, the American people, your neighbors. The mission is the last hope for so many Americans. We need your help to lift up the poorest of the poor. These are men, women, and children who once had homes now in the street. They all need what you need. First aid, beds, food, clothing, and so on. You can send a monetary gift or a box of necessities to 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Or donate online by going to wichitahomeless.com or simply call 316 316- 
Okay, welcome back to New World Order Info. I'm Melissa Roxanne, and you're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com. And it is my live show tonight, and it's Monday, November 23rd, 2015. Thanksgiving is coming up this week on Thursday, so I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And so I was telling you about different things, you know, that I've learned, like, not to use aluminum foil like a lot of people out there are going to be doing, you know, to cook their whatever it is, turkey or ham for Thanksgiving or um, Christmas, you know, or on their casseroles that are in the oven or to protect their pie crust from getting too brown and things like that. So... These are just some things I was thinking about, you know, to do instead. For instance, maybe um, instead of using aluminum foil, you could use the parchment paper. And the best kind to use would be unbleached. Now, you may not be able to find it that quickly this year because you probably would have to purchase it online or something. Um, but you you could try to find it, and if then and then if you can't, maybe for the next holiday or whatever. Instead of, you know, using regular parchment paper, you can get the unbleached kind. The same thing with coffee filters, um, because bleach causes cancer, and it, it has dioxin in it, so that's something that's really, really bad and toxic. So instead of getting the bleached kind, try to get the unbleached, you know, start using unbleached coffee filters instead of the regular white ones. They're going to be brown, you know, kind of, or tannish. Um, and I know Frank uses those unbleached coffee filters. So, you know, that's something that I would do, switch to the unbleached things. And that goes for as many things as you can, you know, like paper plates, you know, they're going to have bleach, you know, they're white, paper towels, toilet paper, whatever you can, you know, just to be healthier if you can afford to do so. But I definitely wouldn't be using aluminum foil, um, and I would switch to those unbleached coffee filters, you know, because people use that on a daily basis when they drink coffee. A lot of people drink coffee every day, and you're just going to be a lot better off if you get the unbleached coffee filters, you know. Um, but alternatives, you know, like I said, parchment paper may work, um, you know. It's definitely going to be a lot healthier than using the aluminum foil, which causes Alzheimer's, okay? Aluminum is really bad for us. So I definitely would would be telling people that are trying to do that, you know, and they may not listen or whatever, or you could choose to stop doing it with your family, you know, this time and from now on. And I wouldn't use those silicone, you know, mats and things like that either. I don't think those are safe either or microwave you know, um, my family, they all, you know, use microwaves, and I've told them for years, and I've told them about all kind of other health issues and drugs and, you know, nonstick coating and artificial sweeteners, aspartame, Splenda, on and on it goes, and they usually don't listen, you know. They, they basically don't listen, and they keep using them. So it's just poisoning them all the time. And so, you know it could cause a lot of health problems and it probably already has in them. But, you know, they don't listen. I don't know. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Um, another alternative is to cook whatever it is 
if you if it'll fit in a crock pot or slow cooker and no it's not going to be you know that great to use something that's an electrical device because of electromagnetic radiation but hey people use crock pots all the time or at least you know once or twice a year maybe for holidays um so people are putting hams or whatever it is um of roast my mom used to make roast in the crock pot and so have i um with like potatoes and carrots and onions you know and uh also, whatever, pulled pork, you know, I've made that in the, the crock pot, and it comes out great. It's better than any, you know, it's just as good, if not better, and a lot of times better than restaurants, including one that was supposed to be the best in the, I don't know, in the southeast for barbecue that Frank and I went to, and and we both much prefer the kind that I make. But anyway, we went to some place in Memphis, and, and we thought it was going to be this great barbecue, and it was just horrible. <laughs> But, um, so you can make it in the crock pot. So that's another idea. If your crock pot is big enough, you know, they do have some that are like six quarts, uh, or bigger, seven quart ones, you know, depending on the size or whatever it is, and it might fit in there. And that would be a way to keep it, you know, a lot of times it'll just fall off the bone if there are bones in there. And no, eating meat, I don't think is that healthy, you know, um, I wouldn't probably do it that, you know, like a lot of people eat meat, just too much to me. <laughs> I think it does cause cancer, all those antibiotics and growth hormones and bad things like that, you know. And it can sit in your colon and basically just rot and cause colon cancer and different things, you know. Um, if you look at pictures online of that, but anyway, so I'm just trying to think of different alternatives. Instead of using aluminum foil, you know, you might could fit that ham or chicken or who knows, even a small turkey into a crock pot. Or, you know, that's one way to avoid, you know, if you want to keep it moist and, and flavorful and not dry out, a crock pot would probably do that. And people have done it. You know, there's recipes if you just type in crock pot or slow cooker and then whatever it is you're making and you'll find all kind of recipes and reviews of people that have done it successfully and they say that it was, you know, really delicious and really tender, didn't dry out, it was really moist, whatever. So look those up, and that's an alternative. And plus it frees up your oven for other things, you know. And so I would use parchment paper instead of the aluminum foil to cover things, you know, or to line pans. If you choose not to just butter them, which is what I do, my mom used to always save the butter wrappers, and then she would just, you know use the little bit of butter that remained on those to grease the pan or whatever um or just take some butter you know like I've done you could easily take like a little brush and brush the pan with butter or whatever a paper towel or a napkin and kind of you know put a little butter on it and then use that to coat your pan and so it will be nonstick. instead of using a nonstick pan or putting aluminum foil in the pan you know to make cleanup easier or whatever um or just use a roaster oven or a roasting pan, you know, like there's roasting pans with lids. That was is going to keep, you know, probably help it to keep from drying out, and people put those in the ovens. So there's lots of things. You can even put the, the crock pot, the, you know, the ceramic or whatever it is that has, I wouldn't, you know, you're not going to want to try to stay away from the ones with the plastic lids, those crock pots or 
slow cookers that have the plastic lids and get the one with the glass lid. Um, and so the inside that have the removable crocks, those can normally go in the oven. Um, but of course you wouldn't put a plastic lid in the oven either. So I would go with the ones with the glass lids. You can find these in thrift stores a lot of times. Some thrift stores, um, they only sell the removable, you know, inner crocks and they don't sell, I don't know why, but they've, a lot of them I've seen have stopped using, selling like Goodwill. I don't think they sell crock pots anymore or, you know, um, slow cookers that you plug in and all that. They just sell the removable crock. For some reason, don't ask me why, they quit doing that. But Salvation Army, they still do sell them. So if you have a Salvation Army and you want to get a used one, you might try to find one before the holidays to cook something in. Uh, you can get a good deal on those, and I've done it. You know, you can get them for six or seven bucks usually, you know, depending on the size of it. So um, maybe a little bit more, but it, they're cheap anyway, brand new. I mean, you can go anywhere brand new and get them, you know, for $20, $30, $40. Um, a lot of times $20 or even less. So you might want to do something and cook a ham that way or turkey or whatever it is, a chicken if you're cooking something like that or whatever. You can make macaroni and cheese in a crock pot. I actually have not done it, but I might do that this year. But there was a recipe, and I'm trying to think of the name of the person. Uh, if I can think of who it is, I'll tell you. Um, but it's a, it's a recipe that I used for the first time ever last year. And I made macaroni and cheese, and I just cooked mine in the oven, and I made it in several different pans. So we had leftovers, and it was absolutely delicious. And, um, of course, now the name of the person that supposedly came up with the recipe is escaping me. But, you know, I've made macaroni and cheese for years without a real recipe, and it's always delicious. Oh, Trisha Yearwood. It was Trisha Yearwood's recipe for macaroni and cheese. And it can be made in the crock pot, or you can just make it in a regular casserole dish or pan or several pans or whatever. Anyway, I might try that this year in a crock pot. So that's another thing you can make in a crock pot. You can make lasagna in a crock pot. You can make lasagna on top of your stove in a pan, too. There's recipes for that. You know, so there's all kind of different ways to make stuff, you know, that you may not realize you can do. So, um, there's that to think about. Stop using the the bad silicone stuff, I think, and plastic things that are dangerous, you know, like crockpot lids. I'd go with the glass ones instead of the plastic ones. And quit using the microwaves, you know, and get rid of those microwaves and the plastic things that go in the microwaves and the plastic wrap and all those things, the boiling bags, the the bags that you cook turkeys in in the oven. I think those are really bad for you. And the the nonstick pots and pans and all these things. Um, and two hours just flies by. I didn't even really plan on, you know, talking about all this stuff. But I was just thinking it would be good to mention now that so many people are using these for the holidays. You know, they're using aluminum foil and they're using microwaves and they're using these nonstick pots and pans and different, different things. So here's some more things that contain things that are known as PTFE, um, and that's, you know, Teflon toxicity or PTFE poisoning and toxicosis, and that's polytetrafluoroethylene, PTFE, 
and it's a chemical found on most nonstick cookware and appliances, some stain repellent products, and I'd stay away from all the stain repellent products and other household items. There's these wrinkle-free pants and shirts they make for men usually, but I'm sure they make them for probably women and children too. Those are coated with this terrible stuff too, okay? So that's something else that's going to be dangerous to have, you know, next to your skin or whatever. And the diagnosis of PTFE poisoning, it's usually made through physical examination, a history of using an item with a nonstick surface that was possibly overheated, they claim, but I don't think any heat is safe to use on these. And they're talking about birds and stuff, so if the bird has died a post-mortem examination, the toxic particles released by overheated PTFE mainly affect the lungs. Okay, on post-mortem examination, the lungs are often dark red in color with hemorrhages and congestion. Hemorrhages and congestion may also appear in the trachea and bronchi. These changes are not specific to PTFE toxicosis, but occur with many types of lung irritants, so there's no way PTFE toxicosis can be positively identified. Other toxic irritants include aerosol sprays, tobacco smoke, carbon monoxide, natural gas, ammonia, and burned foods and cooking oils they're talking about for birds okay they're toxic to birds the signs associated with exposure to these toxins vary from mild chronic pneumonia to acute death and uh, the signs of PTFE toxicosis are nonspecific could be seen in a variety of respiratory and other diseases birds are usually found dead in the cage or gasping for air and eventually dying mild exposures may result in difficulty breathing wheezing, incoordination, weakness, depression, anxious behavior, or seizures. And they're extremely sensitive because their respiratory tract of birds is extremely sensitive to toxins in the air. The overheating of PTFE has been found to cause lung problems not only in birds, but also in rats and humans. In people, the disease has flu-like symptoms and is known as polymer, polymer fume fever. It is rarely fatal, that's all they claim. I believe it causes cancer and all kinds of other health problems. Although it can cause serious illness, especially in people with underlying respiratory disease. So, you know, that's bad. They're claiming, oh, it's safe as long as you don't heat it up too much, you know, blah, blah, blah. No. And and the higher it is, the, the more unsafe it is for you. But I wouldn't use it at all. I'd get rid of it. Don't give it away. Throw it away. You know, take it to the dump, make sure nobody else is going to use it either. So, there's a lot of things that contain these things, and a lot of things are dangerous for birds. And even hummingbirds, you have to be real careful. I've read about people putting different things to keep, like bees or squirrels from getting the hummingbird feeders or whatever, and they put, you know, whatever kind of oil on the outside of them, and that can be very harmful to the hummingbirds. So, even hummingbirds, they're... Things can be really dangerous, you know, for them. So uh, look it up and make sure, you know, and, and be wary about using things that could kill the hummingbirds. I love hummingbirds. and We still had some a couple around um, even like a week ago um, that are still visiting the feeder, although I think they, I don't know if they've gone and migrated now because um, I haven't seen them in the last few days. But they were here about a week ago still going to the feeder we have up so I love the hummingbirds and people don't think about things that could be dangerous to them or lethal to the hummingbirds I wouldn't boil 
you know, sugar water in a microwave or put sugar water in a microwave and heat it up or even on the stove. There's no reason to do that. It'll dissolve just fine in water. And I would try to use filtered water. Definitely don't give them anything with, you know, chlorine or fluoride in it or other toxic things, you know, from tap water. Um, and I would, you know, just use distilled water or reverse osmosis water, et cetera, treated water, filtered water for their feeder. And sugar, don't get the genetically modified sugar. Use cane sugar. Um, and don't use... Don't give them honey because it will ferment in the feeder, and that's really bad for them. And when it's hot outside, um, that sugar water will ferment, so you have to change it, you know, every couple of days or so, so that it won't turn and, and ferment and, you know, be bad for them. And uh, so keep that in mind. But things like... The PTFE that I was telling you about, here's some things that it's in. Non-stick pots, pans, and cookware, stain repellents, space heaters and heat lamp covers, non-stick irons and ironing board covers, hair dryers have it, non-stick oven drip pans and broiler pans have it, non-stick griddles, woks, waffle makers, electric skillets, tortilla presses have it, and non-stick hot air corn poppers, so the popcorn poppers, Coffee makers have it, bread makers have it, nonstick slow cookers, nonstick slow cookers, roasters, pizza pans, ceramic cooking stoves all have this PTFE junk that's totally toxic for our health, kills birds, bad for our pets, our babies, children, etc. So keep that in mind. And I meant to tell you more about how to sell stuff and all that. I'll have to get to that next week. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Coming up next is Frank on AVR, the owner of AVR for two hours live. So stick around for him and I'll see you Wednesday night with Frank on his show. Have a wonderful holiday. Thank you for listening. Have a great night.
Radio Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. Countries have denied Internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free-to-air satellite system from AVR. The AVR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for one and forty. $49.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541-225-4659. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System.
Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Steffen. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. I don't know if I'm got to do a sound check again because uh, I'm still on my headset here, which I got to say, I like using a headset. I got to figure out a way to do this permanently because using Skype the way I'm doing it is not the way I want to do things, but I like a headset. This is pretty good. Gosh, if it was, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that wireless would cook my brain worse than it is, uh, I'd get one of those, and then I could walk around. I could do my show out in the yard. Anyway, another pipe dream. You can call in 800-932-1980. 800-932-1980. Get on the air. Voice your opinion. Say what you want to... Well, okay. I don't want to go crazy. Maybe not say what you want to say. But anyhow... uh, Okay, I'm getting... uh, Yeah. Okay, sound a little garbled. First uh, four or five words, but it cleared up. Somebody else says I sound funny, but... uh, This is somebody who's been, you know, sucking down the... uh, What are they? That drink to warm you up. Uh... Hot buttered rum, yeah. So I'm sure everybody sounds funny about right now, huh? (laughs) Anyway, uh, you can also go to the chat room, which is where all the fun really is. It's where the cool kids hang out, okay? And uh, you can get there by going to theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. You'll see the chat link. It's the one that looks like cat with an H in it. Yeah, 
And uh, I only point that out, you know, to to try to help the, uh, you know, public schooled children out there, such as myself. Anyway, if you want to contact me directly, you can do so through Yahoo Instant Messenger. My screen name is AVRN Talk. And a couple of people have already done, well, they haven't sent anything, but they're on there. Okay, anyway, so you could be on there, you could call in, you could go to the chat room, lots of things you can do while we're live, because it is Monday, November 23rd, 2015, it's about 11 and a half minutes after 8 p.m. Pacific Time. So, if that all works out, that does mean we are live. If this is a recording, well, you know. All right, let's look at here. <laughs> Here's something just you know, I read this headline, I'm like, okay, I gotta I gotta I gotta look at this. A local high school cheerleading captain was disciplined after she sent out a tweet about illegal immigrants. What? She says it was a political statement, not a racial one. Fox 25 spoke with the teen who says she was taking a page from Donald Trump. Carly Godino is a senior at Revere High School, and she says part of their homework is to watch these presidential debates. And her tweet was simply about a hot-button issue in the headlines. When only 10% of Revere, uh, Revere votes for mayor because the other 90% isn't legal, said in a tweet. Gee, this is... When only 10% of Revere votes for mayor because the other 90% isn't legal. You know, that's not really proper English. This is a high school student? Okay, well, anyway. She says it was a response to a tweet from her teacher about the low voter turnout for November's mayoral race. Kaylee says she meant her tweet as a political comment, not a racial comment, but after other students complained, the school stepped in. Really? Uh, the school stepped in? Was she tweeting while she was at school? Revere Superintendent Diane Kelly says the district believes in freedom of speech, but unless it Somebody doesn't like it. Then freedom of speech has to be squashed. And anybody who practices it must be punished. That's not what she says, but that's what they're doing. And this is what the public schools are all about. But cannot support what she calls insensitive language. So, folks, the First Amendment protects all free speech except the insensitive speech, right? If you're going to stand up and say something that other people will find offensive, then you need to you need to be prepared to deal with the ramifications of that, Kelly said. So the ramifications of that is some puke piece of garbage illegal troglodyte gets upset about something and runs to the authorities and then they hammer down on you? That's the ramifications? Really? Well, you know, I got some ramifications for you, Kelly. The day is coming 
when shuddering under your desk isn't going to help you. Carly's mother says her daughter, who is the high school's head cheerleader, is now banned from cheering for the rest of the season. Wow. Kelly said the school did not discipline Carly because of the tweet alone, but because of student privacy, she couldn't comment on specifics. I would just say that not everything you read is a full story of what's happening. Carly's mother told us the school decided to discipline her daughter because of intense backlash, and because of this controversy, the school is now creating a group of teachers and students to come up with a curriculum about diversity and acceptance folks we got to put an end to this crap i mean honestly these kids need to say you know what these kids need instead of whining complaining on twitter whatever and uh, and you know talking to fox news these people need to say oh yeah okay well i'm going to tell you what i'm going to sue you Okay, I'm going to sue you as a government official infringing on my free speech right that is protected by law, which you are obligated to uphold. Sue them. Sue them in their personal capacity. Sue them in the district capacity. Yeah, consequences? You betcha. Let's roll out the consequences. And you know what? If the courts want to say, oh, no... No, no. The, the intent of the First Amendment was never to protect insensitive speech. It was only to protect good speech that everybody liked. Sure it was. Well, if the courts decide that, then you know what? Get under your desk and shuttle in place and uh, wait for your visitor. That's what I say. Folks, it's getting that way. It's coming down the pike. There is going to come a day when... People have had enough. And when that happens, you know, when you give people no opportunity, look at the courts. Now, hey, I say exhaust all your remedies first. Violence is always the last resort. Now, sometimes the last resort comes quicker than others, but it's still the last resort. You know, you can sue, you can try to talk to them, you can try to reason with them. That's never going to work because they got the power, man. They got the power. So you can sue them. And if the courts will not uphold the law and will instead uphold a bunch of troglodytes from some cesspool somewhere else because they don't like being called illegal alien invaders, tough luck, then people need to take the matter into their own hands and start doling out some consequences. It's just... it's just unbelievable. Well, now listen to this. Ma- North Dakota man camps battle pending ban in oil capital. Apparently, they have these places, these just like camps where all the workers lived. Well, 
Providers of temporary housing for North Dakota's oil field workers are fighting a plan by the state's energy capital to evict their man camps, fearing it could set an example for others and add to the sector's woes caused by a global commodity slump. Earlier this month, the Williston City Commission voted 3-2 to two in favor of an ordinance that would deny man camps occupancy permit extensions beyond July 2016. Should the ordinance pass in a final vote on November 24th, which appears likely, it would mark the first time since the U.S. shale boom began in 2008 that a community has evicted a man camp. You know, wait a minute. Do you, do you see... You know, you know other other places like Texas and North Dakota have blocked their arrival or expansion. But you know, wait a minute, man camp. Look at what's going on here in America. Okay, so you go somewhere because there's a job that pays pretty good money. You got nowhere to live, so you live in a man camp. Okay. Look, I personally don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with it. I mean, it looks like a pretty organized place to me on this picture. But what about the homeless? They're already banned everywhere, okay? No city wants them. No city is giving permits to build brand new big homeless missions, are they? No, they're not. But these guys are like, oh, well, this is just, you know, wow, you know, golly. Willitson leaders say it's time for oil field workers to plant permanent roots or use existing hotels for extended stays and point out to abundant new permanent housing in this city with an estimated population about 31,000. What the city is saying is, look, this was all right when you first got here and there was no place for you to stay. But now we've got housing. We have hotels. We have businesses that if you're going to live here, you're going to contribute to this community. You're not just going to sit here and, you know, just uh, rat hole all your money like some Mexican. And then when you're done working the oil field, move on home and spend it where you live. No, 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 no. See, we don't want that. No city wants that. Okay. And I don't blame them. They let them stay there for a while. They let them, uh, you know, okay, you got no place, here's a place. The man camp industry. Industry. You can bet the guys running these man camps aren't doing it for free. We allowed them to come here on a temporary basis, said Howard Klug, Willitson's mayor, who favors permanent housing that fosters a more family-friendly feel and also generates higher tax revenues. Shoring up their defenses, temporary housing companies have warned that some 200 of their employees could be laid off in the area. Oh, no! A threat. I mean, a step. That would further hurt a local economy sagging due to falling oil prices. They also hinted that their donations to churches, schools, and other community groups could dry up. Well, I don't know about these people, but I don't take to threats real well. I'd have told these sons of guns, oh, yeah, really? Really? Okay. I'll tell you what. You start doing that right now because you know what? We are canceling your permit right now. No, no extension. No, forget the extension. We're canceling your permit right now. 
We found violations. I can smell violations from here. You're out of business in this town, Pally. You don't come around here threatening me. Are you kidding me? We want to be part of this area, no matter how desperately some people want us to leave. Travis Kelly, Regional Vice President for Target Logistics, which operates Willitson's largest temporary housing facility with 1,038 beds. Wow. I wonder how many homeless missions here uh, old Travis has set up. You know, as a donation to a community to help the underprivileged, huh? Travis, have you? It's not a pretty industry in the public's mind, but we have demonstrated we are great members of this community. Yeah, like Walmart, right? While the term man camp conjures up images of ruthless single men carousing late into the night, mm -hmm, the facilities are heavily patrolled by security guards, do not allow alcohol or overnight guests, and feel as spartan as hospital rooms. Is this supposed to, like, encourage me to stay there or something? I mean, really? So let's see. I work the oil field all day long, and I finally get off of work, and I'm surrounded by guards... I can't drink any beer. I can't have any overnight guests, so forget about getting a date. And there's Spartanus hospital rooms. Woo! With mostly single occupancy rooms, the facilities also house female workers. Oh, I guess you could get one of them if you, you know, are working there. Made of interconnected units that resemble a cross between shipping containers and mobile homes, the facilities have helped house the influx of workers during the shale drilling boom. Yet the oil price slid from $100 a barrel uh, down to 40 now. Target Logistics says its Willitson facility has only been occupied in 60 to 70 percent in the past month, reflecting a broader trend in the oil and gas industry, which has been hit by layoffs to the tune of more than 230,000 people around the world. Wow, three, 230,000 people, yeah, around the world? Hmm, where else is the big shale oil deposits being worked? Canada? Anyway, there are roughly 3,000 man camp beds today in Willitson, and the city charges the facility's annual fees of $400 per bed, rather than property or lodging taxes. Willitson stands to lose out on at least $1.2 million annually should the ordinance pass. Well, now, you know... That's a little different. You know, you're not taking in what they're doing here. They're not just saying, all right, that's it. We're shutting down the oil shale. Uh, we're throwing you all out. You're not allowed in town anymore. We don't want no strangers around these here parts. No, they're saying, go rent a house. Go get a hotel room. You're not staying in some cheap, temporary, you know, uh, homeless mission. And that's basically what these guys are running, except they're running a for-pay homeless mission. Folks, this is a bad deal. I'm telling you right now, this company, Target Logistics, is a bunch of scumbags. This is a bad company, okay? It's a bad business, folks.
all right, it sounds okay. It sounds like, hey, this is, oh, boy, you know, it gave them, yeah, maybe as a campsite temporary sort of thing. But when they think they're going to stay and this is how they're going to keep doing business, it's a bad business because what they're doing is they are doing homeless missions for pay. They're building these things as crappy and cheap as they possibly can and charging, well, if they're playing, paying 400 bucks a year per bed, uh, let's see if they ever do tell us how much these people charge these oil workers to stay there. Officials are betting by closing the man camps. Williston's hotel is now about half empty. We'll fill up and boost the lodging tax revenue. Operators of Williston's uh, four man camps have lobbied the city's five commissioners at public hearings and letters published in the, public, in the, in the newspaper, the local newspaper. They warn that by shuttering their facilities, the city would lose not only jobs, but also those who have made significant contributions to the local community. For example... Target Logistics, a privately held company, donated $17,000 four years ago to create the police department's canine dog unit alongside other donations that Target executives told Reuters will not be repeated should the ordinance pass. They're buying their way. Folks, this is bribery. Are you getting it? Bribery is supposed to be illegal. Bribing bribing elected officials is supposed to be illegal. If I go down to the county commissioners down here and say, listen, you know, I gave a big fat donation to your police department. And if, if I don't get what I want, you'll never get another dime again. Man, that is a thin line. Privately held Black Gold Oilfield Services, LLC, declined to comment on the vote. Oilfield service provider Halliburton, which runs a Willitson camp for some employees, said that form of lodging was crucial. The company still relies on temporary housing for rotating crews that are needed to support our customers' activity said Halliburton spokeswoman Susie McMichael. Man camp operators also point out that even as Willitson rents have come down by a third in the past 12 months and many apartments built during the drilling boom now stand empty, they're not for everyone. No. I mean, who wouldn't rather stay in a homeless mission than a house? I mean, come on. With layoffs still looming over the state's oil patch, some oil workers are reluctant to sign long-term leases. All beds are not created equal, said Peter Earl uh, Eberl of Reliant Assist Management, which operates 228-bed Willitson facility. We provide a service for a special kind of worker. Yeah, the special kind of worker that we used to call slaves. Okay. That's what we used to call those special kind of workers. Yeah, slaves. We don't pay enough to really pay rent anywhere, and we don't give you enough hours, but, uh, you know, we've got this shack we built, the company stores here, and you can go shop there, and you can also uh, pay us rent, and, you know, wait a minute. Folks, we have gone back to the industrial age. Remember that? We know 
No, you probably don't. Because, you know, the only thing people ever know about Carnegie is Carnegie Hall, and he built a bunch of libraries, and what a wonderful man. And No, he was a slave driver, okay? He was one of the worst slave drivers. He was one of the people who said, oh, yeah, you don't want to go to work? Oh, yeah, you want to go on strike? Oh, yeah, well... We'll bring in the National Guard and shoot y'all. Oh, you broke your arm on the job? Well, you're out in the street. Sorry about your family. Get the hell out of company town. That was Carnegie, and Rockefeller was the same way. Yeah, they had little company towns set up, kind of like man camps, except geez, at least they let, these other, they let those guys have families. These guys, nope, no visitors, no alcohol, no nothing, man. Mm-mm. You get nothing, pal. You get to go to work, you get to make money, and you get to go back to your bunk. Wow. That's for the special kind of worker. We're going to take a break, play Stump the Room, and we'll be back in just a bit.
Ancient prophetic texts warn us that in the last days there will be wars and rumors of war, famines, pestilence, earthquakes in many places, and troublesome times, men fainting from fear from what is coming upon the earth. Even though these words were penned almost 2,000 years ago, we can readily see that this dire warning is applicable in the days in which we are living in now. Days of Chaos, a new book by L.A. Marzulli, exposes what is happening in the Middle East, the Fukushima disaster, the mysterious animal and fish die-off, the rise of the 8.0 and greater earthquake, the coming one-world government, the collapse of the U.S. dollar, UFO activity, and so much more. Days of Chaos has the information you need in these troublesome times. Don't be afraid of these events. Come to an understanding of why they are happening as they were prophesied long ago. These are the Days of Chaos. Go to www.lamarzuli.net. www.lamarzuli.net. These are the Days of Chaos. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188 That's 800-375-4188 Protect yourself and your family.
All right, we're back. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It's still Monday, November 23rd, 2015. It's 844 out here on the Pacific Time Coast. 800-932-1980 is the call in. TheAmericanVoice.com or AmericanVoiceRadio.com is the uh, website with the chat room that you can uh, go to there. And... uh, Also, you can contact me directly. (laughs) Yahoo Instant Messenger, ABRN Talk is the the, uh, screen name. All right, so uh, the uh, Stump the Room, I'm just reading some comments because uh, I guess that second song wasn't loved by all but first we'll do the first song now i'm torn i don't know what to do golly you know i mean they got it but then they said it was somebody else after that so i don't know if to take the nah give it to him it was stevie ray vaughn on acoustic guitar that's not something you see a lot of But anyway, that's who it was, and they got it. So one for the room. And then the second one here was really a kind of a, hey, I'll use a word that I saw on TV, a mind bender. Because the name of the band was Skid Row. Now, a lot of you go, wait a minute, that wasn't Skid Row. Well, it actually was Skid Row. Now, you all have probably heard of the guitar player Gary Moore. Well, Skid Row was Gary Moore's first band, and Skid Row was an Irish band, an Irish rock band, okay? And uh, it was Gary Moore's first band. And here's something interesting. For those of you that are out there going, ah, that's not Skid Row. Well, because you know the other heavy metal Skid Row? Well... The reason they were named Skid Row is because they bought the name from Gary Moore for $35,000 in 1987. Yep, that's where they got their name. They purchased it from Gary Moore. So now you know. The rock history. All right, let's get to that. You know, that's fun and all. I like playing Stump the Room, and I, I you know... <laughs> because this, this the news is just you know it, it. I mean, here we are, all right, in the holidays times. Everybody's supposed to be happy and friendly and thankful and all that stuff. And you know, we just live in a sewer pit. I'll tell you, the world is just not not a real nice place right now i mean it's beautiful you can go outside and look at the mountains and say wow what a nice thing and then here they come the people and you go oh jeez oh if you're thinking about going world traveling like i know so many of you are that listen to avr because you've got nothing but time and money on your hands uh, worldwide travel, you might want to think about that because there's a worldwide travel alert for Americans. Yeah, that's because they hate our freedom. Now, they want to kill you because of your freedom. Yeah, it's not because of 
the fact that we're raining cruise missiles down on half the world. No, 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 no that's not that. It's they, they, they're jealous. That's all they are. They're just jealous. Anyhow, uh, I will ask the room. I've made a couple of adjustments. I wonder if my my talking in the hallway sound has cleared up at all. Uh, but they'll let me know here sooner or later. You know, there's only 12 minutes left in the show, though. So, yeah. All right, let's see here. Well, I already did this one, and, and it's still a headline, but U.S. media shows footage of Russian airstrikes, and then they try to pass it off as American airstrikes. You know, that's pretty sad, isn't it? I mean, we sit over in the Middle East for years saying, we're after ISIS, we're hot on their trail. Boy, those terrorists are in trouble now because we're after them. And yet, the fact of the matter is, the United States has been airdropping them weapons and ammo and food and pallets of money and Toyota trucks that they can mount the machine guns that we gave them on the back. I mean, come on. While you tell the American public you're hunting them down, and then Russians come to town for two weeks and just blow the living smithereens out of ISIS. Huh. And the U.S. media takes what the Russians are doing, puts it on TV and says, yeah, look at American forces blow the crap out of ISIS. Yeah, boy, we're on it. You terrorists really got something to worry about now. Uh-huh. How many more lies, how much more BS is America going to take out of the mainstream media before you stop watching them? It's really all they care about. They don't care if you complain. They don't care if you whine. You get on your tweet and Twitter away about how bad they are and whatever else and blah, 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 blah. They don't care if I get on here or every other alternative host gets on and, oh, they're liars, they're frauds, they're this, and I can prove it, and we do, and everything else. And they don't care about that as long as you keep watching. That's all they care about as long as you keep watching. Nothing will change. Oh, and there's so many Fox heads out there, man. They just, oh, Fox News this, Fox News that, Fox News. Bill O'Reilly, Bill O'Reilly, Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> you know, this is why we're in so much trouble. Sad to say, Americans have become stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Not just ignorant, stupid. See, because somebody's ignorant, they just don't know, and if you go, hey, uh, you know, that's not right, let me show you, they'll say, oh, wow. Thanks. Darn. I was wrong. I didn't know. See, that's just somebody who was ignorant. Stupid is somebody who's ignorant, and when you try to tell them, look, that's, you're mistaken here, and I can show you, oh no, they don't want any part of that. Don't confuse me with the facts. Okay? Don't confuse me with the facts. No, no. No, no. 
I'm going to still believe everything I always believed, even though it's completely wrong. You can prove it, and I know it, and I don't care. I love Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. Yeah, this is America. Here's something else. You think, okay, that we don't live... You know, do you really still believe... And this is another something that needs to stop. But they're just going to keep pushing it in our faces until we just grab these people on the street and kill them. Now, I'm not suggesting anybody do that to anybody. I'm just saying, this is what always happens when we go down this road. Have history, look through history. This is what happens. The rich start taking everything for themselves and leave nothing, not even enough to live on for everybody else. And everybody else, finally, after enough of them die, decide, you know what, if I'm going to die, I'm taking you with me. And they go to the castle, and they rip out the nobles, and they kill them all. But here we go. Los Angeles Airport is going to build a special terminal just for celebrities. That's right. Isn't that nice? Yeah, we're a nation of laws. Everything is equal. Everybody has equal protection under the law. Dodging airport paparazzi could soon be a thing of the past for celebrities like Kane West. Welcome to the 1% new airport terminal. Los Angeles International Airport on Thursday won approval to build a special terminal to allow celebrities, sports stars, and the world's wealthy to glide directly from their chauffeur-driven limo to their first-class seat without having to interact with any of the general traveling public. I suppose they're not going to be irradiated or molested either. The airport's board of airport commissioners unanimously approved LAX's plan to redevelop a cargo hangar into the U.S.'s first terminal dedicated to the rich and famous. The airport said the Los Angeles suite, which will allow celebrities and diplomats to avoid paparazzi or protesters by allowing cars to drop off guests behind closed doors. It will cost 1500 to 1800 per trip to use the new terminal, which will include exclusive lounges, dedicated catering, and separate security and border checkpoints. When it's time to board, guests will be driven directly to their plane. The plans promise that guests using the new terminal will have to walk about 60 steps, compared to as many as 2,000 200 from the street to the plane seat via the public, the Paul Peoples terminals. Airport officials said the new terminal is aimed at attracting more celebrities and business executives to LAX and represented a much more cost-effective solution for them to avoiding unwanted attention than spending tens of thousands of dollars chartering a private jet. Who in the hell cares? Spend your money, rent a jet. You don't like other people? Get your own jet then. 
Deborah Al Flint, Executive Director of Los Angeles World Airports, which operates LAX, said allowing celebrities a private route through the airport will also make traveling more pleasant for the little people. Oh, my God. Really? So it's all for you. This is just crap, folks. Well, here's something interesting. This is something that I I really don't know all that much about because I've never looked into it. The U.N. documents, yes, I have read the U.N. Charter and many of their other hideous, you know, writings they have there. But NATO, now that's something I really haven't read much of their, you know, what do they have as uh, far as their guidelines and all that. Well, NATO Article 4 calls for members to consult together whenever, in the option of any opinion of any of them, the territorial integrity, political independence, or security of any is threatened. Okay. Article 5 considers an armed attack, real or otherwise, against one or more members, an attack against all. Collective self-defense is called for. Perhaps in the wake of the Paris incident, all-out war on humanity, risking global escalation if confrontation is provoked with Russia or China. Unleashing U.S.-led NATO's killing machine could become the war to end all wars, risking world peace and humanity's survival. Republican presidential aspirant Marco Rubio called for invoking NATO's Article 5, requiring all 28 alliance nations to defend a member under alleged attack. Okay, do you have your pencils out? Okay, I want you to scratch the Latino Marco Rubio off your list, okay? He's obviously some sort of lunatic. Will the almost certain Western and perhaps Israeli instigated Friday Paris false flag launch possible World War III? Put nothing past America's lunatic fringe uh, complicit with fascists running Israel and other rogue partners. On ABC Sunday morning program, Rubio lied, calling what happened in Paris an act of war and an attack on one of our NATO allies. And we should invoke Article 5 of the NATO agreement and bring everyone together to put together a coalition to confront this challenge. Are you kidding me? You need all of NATO to go after ISIS? Hey, you know, I've got an idea. Why don't you just let Russia do it? They're off to a good start as it is. They just kicked the crap out of ISIS in two weeks. They did more in two weeks than the United States has done in two years. And now all of a sudden they want to invoke Article 5. His rant followed French president calling the incident an act of war automatically blaming ISIS despite no evidence proving it ISIS is the new boogeyman folks Al-Qaeda was the old boogeyman ISIS is the new boogeyman it's all the same operation folks 
I mean, we got a headline over here. Where is it? Let me see this. Oh, man, I wish I could find this one. Well, I wanted to read you the headline specifically, but I can't find it. But it says uh, Al-Qaeda would like to thank the United States. Yeah, that's right, for all the weapons. Oh, specifically anti-tank weapons. Yeah. Oh, here it is. In a new video, a grateful Al-Qaeda thanks U.S. for supplying anti-tank missiles. Oh, that's so sweet. Isn't it nice that we gave them that? You know what? I want anti-tank missiles. When is the United States government going to give me some anti-tank missiles? I could use those. Yeah, I want those. I need those. How come I can't have any of those? And Al-Qaeda can. Now, Bush? Yeah. Him? He says the Paris incident is a threat to Western civilization. Really? I must have missed a memo when the French became part of Western civilization. If that's Western civilization, well, we might as well pack it in, folks. Anyway, I'll be back here in a few minutes. We'll have Dean Lauren on. We'll do another hour. If you can make it, stay right where you're at. If you can't, thanks for listening. American Voice Radio Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. Ancient prophetic texts warn us that in the last days there will be wars and rumors of war, famines, pestilence, earthquakes in many places, and troublesome times, men fainting from fear from what is coming upon the earth. Even though these words were penned almost 2,000 years ago, we can readily see that this dire warning is applicable in the days in which we are living in now. Days of Chaos, a new book by L.A. Marzulli, exposes what is happening in the Middle East, the Fukushima disaster, the mysterious animal and fish die-off, the rise of the 8.0 and greater earthquake, the coming one world government, the collapse of the U.S. dollar, UFO activity, and so much more. Days of Chaos has the information you need in these troublesome times. Don't be afraid of these events. Come to an understanding of why they are happening as they were prophesied long ago. These are the Days of Chaos. Go to www.lamarzuli.net. www.lamarzuli.net. These are the Days of Chaos.
Messiah's Branch has a mission church in Wichita, Kansas that helps the victims of this banker's economy, the American people, your neighbors. The mission is the last hope for so many Americans. We need your help to lift up the poorest of the poor. These are men, women, and children who once had homes, now in the street. They all need what you need. First aid, beds, food, clothing, and so on. You can send a monetary West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851, or donate online by going to wichitahomeless.com, or simply call 
Good evening, all. Welcome back to those of you joining from the first hour. This is the Frank Report. It's still November 23rd, 2015, Monday, about nine and a half minutes after 9 p.m., which means this is the second hour on Monday night. 800-932-1980 is the call-in number. TheAmericanVoice.com or AmericanVoiceRadio.com is the website. We got a chat room there. You want to go there, hop on in. Communicate with the others. And you can also communicate with me directly through Yahoo Instant Messenger, ABRN, Talk is my screen name. All right, like I said, we've got Dean Lauren on. Welcome, Dean. Well, thank you, Frank. How is the audio tonight? Well, your audio is probably... uh, as good or better than mine because I am also on Skype. All right, and it's um, an odd it's an odd situation, but that's what it is. You sound a little tinny. Have you been com- uh considering suicide lately? No, no, but <clears throat> apparently my phantom power supply that powers my regular microphone did and it has ended it all. Ah, uh, another Mithra attack. We'll talk about that later today, and of course, no wonder the power went out in your mic, probably simultaneously with Crimea, major blackout. The entire Crimea Peninsula plunged into darkness. I can only think that General Dunford is saying, where are my assassination squads now when I need them? So, other than that, Oracle of Omaha... Oh, Frank the Tank, you are being, re- you are being oh, renamed tonight. Oracle of Oregon, not Omaha. That's, oh, that's right. That's the guy with the trains. <laughs> All right. So uh, tonight I'm, I'm, I'm dubbing you General Frank the Tank because we're going <laughs> military tonight. Oh, boy. Yay. Yes, and, and you can refer to me as Mean Dean the Extreme of the Seven Seas. All right. Mean Dean the Extermination Machine. That's right, of the Seven Seas. All right. 
And so we'll be talking about uh, the USS Reagan, radioactive, docked off of Fukushima. We'll be talking about uh, the tidal wave that is due to hit Seattle, Washington, very shortly. Just like Fukushima. Yes. Tidal wave. Right. Okay. And we'll be talking about Operation Ptolemy 6. The that's not a very that's not a very catchy name. Ptolemy 6, of course, it says everything about Cyprus and Syria you need to know. Ah. And of course, we will defeat that with Operation Medea. All right. And Medea. then we'll then we will end with the Chinese-U.S. Joint Commission on Commerce and Trade, live from Guangzhou, formerly Canton, with Foreign Minister Wang Yi and Commerce Secretary Penny Preska. And we are deeply recommending to the White House that Deputy Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman look over the deal. Believe me, he should approve any of your disputes. Okay. And so let's go to uh, the top of the list. And I just want to make a point about the new hunting ground, too. Now, you heard about the hunting ground. That was a new film out. It's about all the rapes on Harvard's campus. Actually, now, I, folks, I didn't, but okay. okay. Oh, there it is. Okay, it's a great film. You should see it. And uh, what it exposes further, and that's why it's hunting ground too, is the Harvard and the Madoff Ponzi scheme robbing estates of seniors across the nation, but focusing on estates with foreign assets. That's what they were focused on so that they could, it was the accounting departments that were uh, making all these fraudulent documents across the country in these probate courts. And then they were sending the fraudulent documents over to Canada, France, Australia, England, and then they were taking over the international assets of these estates. And, of course, that brings us to our spotlight, not on the Pope's little boys, but on the USS Radioactive Reagan. Now, everybody realizes that Fukushima happened back in March of 2011. There were 5,000 sailors on board the USS Reagan, which were totally exposed to high levels of radiation, seriously high levels of radiation so serious that 70 of them are now in a lawsuit against TEPCO, which is the Japanese electric, the sort of like General Electric, um, Con Ed, ran the, the uh, reactors. And so think of the numbers here, folks. We had 5,000 sailors of which roughly 70 to 100 are seriously ill. Now, that's only been from March 11th to November 15th. That's only been, what, four years. 
Well, yeah, but these guys had pretty high levels, and and that's pretty low. I mean, are these? Is this just because these are the only guys actually doing it, or uh, are they the only ones that got sick? That's hard to believe on a ship of five thousand that only seventy to a hundred got sick. Well, that's because in two thousand and eighteen you're going to have 2,500 of them seriously dying. And then in 2021, you're probably only going to have about a 90% survival rate. So all 5,000 of them will be dead by 2021. You meant 90% mortality, not survival. Right. Oh yeah, that's what yeah. I kind of kind of got that thank, backwards. <laughs> well, so did the Navy. Yeah. So, okay. My question, I guess, is when is this gonna be? When is this gonna become news? Because it's really not. I mean, okay, we keep reporting on it, but you know, the mainstream hasn't. They they don't mention it. Well, let's just say that, you know, one of the best, we're going to be reporting on technology for the next 10 weeks that we, I, I actually like had a, an enjoyable time at SATCON. Right. Hanging out with, you know, Lieutenant General Raymond and Major General Jay Santee of Mitra. Uh, and you know, uh, Mitra so, sounds like some, you know what, Mitra sounds like some sort of criminal secret organization that you know comes out of like something like James Bond or something actually it is it, it's oh. the uh, Air Force Intelligence and they were the ones who created the gaming programs that uh, are to take over all the general and admirals positions and we'll get to that in just a moment uh, but I would highly recommend to every general an admiral in the U.S. command, you need to contact Major General Jay Santee at Mitra and ask them for your gaming um, program that is specifically tailored for your job. Now, what you're going to get is the gaming program that outlines everything you do in your job, and then what you have to do is ask your uh, intelligence operations for your file. So if you're in the Navy, you go to Navy Intelligence. If you're in Air Force, you go to Air Force Intelligence. If you go to Army, you're out of luck. Okay, you go to Army. <laughs> That's a joke, folks. Army Intelligence. It's, a, it's a, you know, oxymoron. Oxymoron, yeah. <laughs> right. So, you know, um, that you go because they're going to have the gaming program on your personal life. That's the one that has your mistress, it has your offshore bank accounts, it has all the bribes you've been taking, um, and how you act personally. And so when you put the two gaming programs together, which are at Mitra, uh, they know exactly how you're going to act and how they can uh, do a kill chain of command without you. So you've been X'd already. Every admiral and general has a gaming program to substitute for them. All right? So, so is this designed so they can go around generals and admirals that won't go along with the program or just to replace 
everyone wholesale. I think they're going to replace everyone wholesale because they don't have... I mean, face it, guys. Americans are no longer needed by NATO. The French and the Germans and the Russians. Okay? You've become obsolete. All they need is your budget, thanks to McCain and Chuck Schumer. All right. So now we want to get back to the USS Reagan because at this point, you know, if you had been at SATCOM and, and the National Association of Broadcasters, uh, it, was, it was phenomenal. You would have seen the vector scopes that were available for video and to assess the color on your, uh, your screens and your editing. And Blackmagic Design hand, won hands down in their displays. They had the uh, remote, uh, uh, oh gosh, what are those uh, lights called? Remote uh, fluorescence? No, what, what, what coats LED lights? Um, what coats uh, them? Phosphorus, remote oh, okay. phosphorus. It was, in, it was brilliant color, but had they, now, so all the guys suing TEPCO go back and get the weather satellite uh, uh, tracking for those days that you were there on the boat, and you can apply the vector scopes to them, and you can actually track the amount of radiation indirectly that the boat was exposed to, all right? Because it'll show up in the, in the vector scopes with the different thermal colorings as well as the different fluorescence. All right? So you can say to the Navy, well, we can figure it out. And although you had satellites above us that Lieutenant General uh, Raymond was watching, which told him exactly the amount of radiation, which was part of a Jade 2 drill, because this is what all these Jade drills are about, Jade Helm, uh, jade, uh, various jade drills going on. What they're doing is programming this learning AI, and not really learning. What they're doing is they're throwing in every possible uh, situation so that this thing has a database to draw from. It really mm -hmm. can't assess anything. It's so backwards, and it, and it's basically a trifecta of stupidity. Okay, so tonight I have to reach out to. Uh, my nigger in the White House, and, and Frank understands what I mean when I say that, um, in that this is the man, you know, I really appreciate yeah. in life. I know, I know. Dean Dean says it affectionately. I don't. Okay, so... But we but, both know, you know what we mean. That's right. And, and But maybe you don't exactly know, because tonight I, I'm reaching out to my negress in the White House, Valerie Jarrett, the woman oh, I really, who put... I really don't get it now. The woman who puts the shake in Putin's knees, when he sits next to Valerie Jarrett, he gets nervous. Okay? So I want to reach out to my negress in the White House, Valerie Jarrett, and say, at what point did the Joint Chiefs of Staff discuss renaming the ship USS Reagan to USS Barack Obama, officially announced on Fox News. Yeah, but you know what? I looked into that, Dean, and it was a uh, it was a uh, hoax. No, it wasn't. Okay. Oh, it was announced on their Facebook. I understand that, but it, they were they were spoofed. You think they were spoofed? 
That's everything I'm not so I, I, sure I know because I, I actually got an email on that, and I actually you know tracked it back down as as well as I could, and because I thought, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? You know, uh, so I and it turns out it's not right. But I'll I'll let me see if I can find anything while you go on. Well, no, you know it brings up the point. At what what are we going to do with the USS Reagan? It's a ship hiding in plain sight in a radioactive water, so to mask its background radiation. At some point, President Barack Obama has got to say to Admiral Swift, who just met with Admiral Sue, you know, he, he's the Pacific commander for the, the fleet, the Pacific fleet. He's like, got to say, you know, and right now, uh, I think, uh, who's the guy that's running uh, the USS Reagan? It's Rear Admiral uh, Piercy. Nice young guy. Doesn't know his reactor from a hole in the ground. Um, he's, a, he's a bean <laughs> boy. Counts the beans. So what we got to say to them is, guys, pull that ship out of there. Seriously. Because the more it stays in that radioactive water, the more isotopes are be, being recreated in the hull. And you're, you're throwing off all the calculations on the radioactivity. The more it's exposed, you're creating a really mass amount of isotopes with that ship. You're complicating the whole issue. You should have taken that ship, waxed it down, put a, a boron a nickel foil on it and put another layer of wax, and then you should have selectively hit it with nuclear, I mean, slow neutrons or maybe a few x-rays to make it uh, uh, react quicker so it would lose its radioactivity. But you didn't do that. You thought you'd hide it in plain sight. And now you've embarrassed not only President Barack Obama, but now you've made Valerie Jarrett extremely pissed. Now, this is the woman who makes Putin shake in his pants. And I bet you he's probably there right now trying to screw a light bulb in Crimea in every light bulb place, yelling <laughs> at the top of his voice, get the light on in here. Because Valerie Jarrett's going to send in General Dumpford. Okay? Because he's... What else is General Dumford good for? Okay? So, you know, and if you haven't noticed, this whole thing with Russia, and we'll discuss it later, it, 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 it's falling apart with Russia. They've yeah. overextended themselves. And so that's what Operation Ptolemy Number 6 is all about. Well, you know what? I mean, you, you say that, and, and I don't... You know, I'm not going to argue with you about if Russia's overextended or not. They may very well be. Thank but you, Frank. So, Tank. But so is the United States. Yes, but we're not attacking, and we're not trying to hold it all together with violence. There's what? a difference. What? Wait, wait a minute. What world are you living in? The United States is not trying to hold it all together with violence? Look... Russia didn't overthrow Egypt. Russia didn't bomb Libya into the Stone Age. Russia didn't bomb Iraq into the Stone Age. Russia didn't attack Syria. Ah, you know, 
Russia didn't attack Afghanistan okay. except you know Wild before we did. Right. Now, Dean, when you say Russia's trying to hold it all together with violence, I think you better take a look in the United States mirror here. Well, Frank, uh, while we go to our song, oh, the song. I want you to look up Ptolemy the Six. Okay, that's P T O L E M Y, the Six. And I want you to specifically look up Cyprus and Syria because you're going to find out what Egypt was all about and Cyprus and Syria. How do you spell that again? Ptolemy. P-T-O-L-E-M-Y. He worked under Caesar. That's why he was given the pharaohship of Egypt. He was the governorship. Did he have a number? It's number six. He's the sixth in line, Ptolemy number six. That's right. the sixth. Yeah, because there's a bunch of them. Right, so it's number six. And with that, we're going to go to the show, uh, the music tonight, and I'm dedicating this to all the sailors on the USS Reagan, to all the women in Hollywood, and to my Negress in the White House, Valerie Jarrett. Hit it, Frank. <laughs>
I hope you guys enjoyed that one. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
back. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It's still November 23rd, Monday, about 9.39 out here on the Pacific Time Coast, 800-932-1980. The chat room is located on our website, theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. You'll see the chat link. You can also contact me directly through Instant Messenger on Yahoo. My screen name is AVRN Talk. All right, like we usually do, uh, we do not uh, play Stump the Room with Dean's songs because they're just impossible to guess. I, I, unless we start guessing who they're dedicated to. Now, that's a little easier, but the second one there, we tied earlier tonight. The room got one. I got one. Nobody guessed on this one. I suppose that's understandable seeing how the name of the band is Granicus. Yep, that's right. American hard rock band from 1969. And, hey, they're from Cleveland. Cleveland, come on. That's where the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is. That is in Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. Anyway, there you have it. So, whew, I pulled it out. Two and two and one. Two to one. Woohoo! Boy. Well, it ain't the Patriots, but it's still a win. Anyway, welcome back, Dean. Woohoo, John Kasich for president. Okay, so uh <laughs> So who okay. was your band? Oh, that was Ian Bamberger and his trio live from, that we recorded, you know, so it's what you want. And uh, you can catch him down at the Stone Pony in uh, Asbury Park or at the Spirit. Uh, he's great. He's a good night to go out drinking with as long as you're not driving. And so let's get right back to the tidal wait, wave. Wait, wait, wait a minute. What are you, a public service announcement all of a sudden? In fact, I'd like to say tonight, all the U.S. nuclear plants owned by foreign bankrupt corporations are now susceptible to the tidal wave that is being formed off of the coast of Seattle, Washington, on the continental sea shelf. I want to hear about this. All right. This is what we call Operation Jade. Oh, up she rises. Oh, up she rises. <laughs> That's right. Folks, there is a little-known process that methane collects off the continental seashelf along the uh, cliff edges from all the release of methane from the underground uh, uh, trap of uh, methane and, and uh, petroleum that they pump you know that's why they put the oil wells out there and so this methane is, escapes and what it does is it freezes and it accumulates on the cliff face at certain altitudes under the sea and depths and so what they have learned to do is to take a drone torpedo and trigger an explosion in such a way that the methane explodes causes a a force because there's a vacuum that is created when the force goes out causing the seawater to collapse in and causes a tidal wave that's how they caused the tidal wave off of Japan so you know, that there, they could, there had been there had been speculations about a uh, uh you know torpedoes used except 
you know, everything I heard, people were speculating that they had to use a nuclear-tipped torpedo. But what you're describing, they wouldn't actually need a nuclear-tipped No, it's a, it's a total Clive Cussler. No, you don't have to. With that amount of methane at that depth, you, and it's frozen, and then as soon as it, 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 it heats up and ignites, it sends up the whole methane up the side of the side of the cliff. No. So basically, way. so basically what the torpedo acts like is a blasting cap in a chunk of plastic explosives. Exactly. It's exactly okay. like that. It's frozen methane. Uh, that's immediately converted into gaseous methane and ignited. So... Uh, and I'm sure they put a little bit of uh, thermite in there. So uh, what, it, what they need to do, and I'm ex expressly speaking to Admiral Swift, okay, is what you need to do is, is form a trident. You need to park a submarine off of the coast of Seattle so that when the wave is triggered, you send out three very strong torpedoes and you have them explode and cause a opposition wall against the tidal wave that's coming in so that you can break it with an underwater force okay so you're hitting that wall with another wall in opposition in a form of a trident and in, it unless for some reason they want seattle destroyed you know what? At this time, Admiral Swift, you've been warned, just like the admirals were warned that the Japanese were attacking off of Pearl Harbor uh -huh. 30 days in advance. You have been warned, Admiral Swift. Deal with it before Valerie Jarrett deals with you personally with your AI program and rewrites it with termination. Hey, you're scaring people now. She scares Putin. <laughs> okay? So we're going to now talk to uh, about Operation Ptolemy the Six. Now, Frank, it's very easy. There were Everybody knows that there was a, a triumvirate in, in, in ruling that part of the world back around 660 B.C., it was Caesar, Pompey, and Crassus. And, of course, we know what happens to C Pom Caesar. We know what happens to Pompey and Crassus, who off Caesar uh, with Brutus. So that leaves us Anthony, Octavio, and Sextus. And, of course, Sextus goes down. Octavio is Caesar's nephew. And Anthony comes up. And he is Caesar's, like, go-to man. Not, he's, he's not very bright, but he's got all the go-to for him. So what happens is Octavian is going to take over. He's going to be the one that survives. And he's isn't, this got when, isn't this when Mark Anthony's in Egypt with Cleopatra? Right. And it's okay. Agrippa, General Agrippa, okay, who actually comes in and, and he cuts off the supply lines, okay? Marcus Vesanius. Agrippa. He is one of the best generals ever. And he basically cuts off Mark Anthony at Actium from his supply lines by taking his fleet directly across the, uh, the water and not going along the coast. Totally does the unexpected. And then you've got Antiochus IV, 
who is probably the greatest enforcer of that time. He's putting down Cyprus. He's putting down Syria, which is the military road to Egypt. Mm. He's putting down Egypt and making sure that Ptolemy VI gives up everything because that's where the money is that's, it, that's supporting all of Rome's armies right now. They have no cash. Only thing that they have left is the Egypt treasures. You okay? know, this is starting to sound familiar. Well, guess what? Somebody's pretending they're Antiochus IV and Agrippa. And they think they're Octavian, and they think they're coming in, and I can spell it with five letters, and it rhymes with, you ain't gonna hear it from Valerie Jarrett. Because, you know, Putin has thought he could take it all. He went for Greece. He went for Syria. He went for Cyprus. He went for Egypt. He went for Libya with the help of Rome. He couldn't have done it without superior general Imbroglio. Couldn't have gotten an inch in the Mediterranean without the Jesuits. So that means the spotlight is back on the Vatican as a war profiteer. That's just how the the story goes, folks. And by the way, Mark Antony loses. Yeah, and it does. Cleopatra is actually murdered by Octavio. She's tortured. She is not with the asp and the stuff. She's actually taken and tortured into revealing where all her, her treasure is that she and Anthony skipped out of Actium with. Everybody dies in her family. They are put to death by Octavian. Because, yeah. as they say, it's not good to have too many Caesars around. Including Ptolemy, right? Right. What, what All he, of them. And he was only 17. Right. No, you had to get rid of everybody. Okay? Because they were... You forget, Syria was the go-to place for... Remember, Cleopatra VII was from... Her mother was from Syria. When she has to flee the country, she goes back to Syria because this is where all the money men were hey, that were I'm controlling Turkey. I, hey, I'm the one that says get rid of the Rockefellers, all of them. Oh, I'm you glad know. you brought that up because that means we got to talk about Shlomo Hagler and Sheldon Silver. Because I, this, you know, is, this is Operation Medea. I got to, I got to, hey, I got to anytime... Somebody named Shlomo is involved. I, I'm all ears. Okay. So now, folks, Operation Ptolemy begins on December 5th, 2015. This go is when they, there is a Sobrick bank attack on the Bank of China. There is a palace attack on King Solomon and the Crown Prince and the Deputy Crown Prince. And... For all you general and admirals, I don't want to leave you out at the Pentagon. You are going to be attacked by Senator Gillibrand a la Lieutenant Brigadier General Sinclair. You're all going to have your mistresses and black uh, offshore accounts exposed in blackmail. Now, that takes place December 5th. Now, today 
was the last day of oral argument, not oral argument, it was the last day of argument, uh, uh, defense closing statements for Sheldon Silver. He's the, he is D'Amato's money man for all the rabbis. So have you course, had a chance to have you had a chance to follow that at all? How's that been going? Is he pretty much going down? Hell no. Judge Valerie Caproni got her first job from Sheldon Silver on the New York State Economic Development Corp, which was funneling him money for the last twenty years. And she's so the judge? She, yeah, she's the judge. Nobody, Nobody said one word about it. Nobody's bothered to say, hey, maybe you ought to recuse yourself. Right. And Rosa, Sheldon's wife, was a no-show teacher with a uh -oh. fake master's in 25 years of, of fake uh, 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 of teaching school. She was a stay-at-home wife. She can hardly speak English. She's Polish. So they had her uh, listed as working as a teacher when, in fact, she stayed at home since 1978 raising the kids. But she was on the payroll by the UFT. So this is what Randy Weingarten's big secret is at the United Federation of Teachers. This hmm. is how Sheldon Silver was kept on a leash and never made a judge because it would have come out about Rosa, his no-show wife. And see, the fact is, they're orthodox. Rosa doesn't know crap about this. The wives are never told anything except for... Uh, Tish. Tish's wife knows everything. Merrill Tish. They all grew up together with the Madoffs down on the Lower East Side. It was Ralph, the T uh, Merrill Tish's uh, uh, father, who was a rabbi, Sheldon Silver. It was, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, Rob Lip. Lippman, Lippman's father, who was head of the United Women's International Garment Union, they took over all the properties. They were working with the rabbis at um, Bialystoker uh, Temple. Uh, they were at the High Central uh, Synagogue with Chuck Schumer up on uh, uh, on uh, Park Avenue, and then they were on the Fifth Avenue Synagogue. Right, that used to be right next to the Playboy Club. So these were the three main synagogues in the Madoff a scam. And so what they did was they put in all the uh, their uh, uh, surrogate judges across New York State for the past 30 years, since 1978. Okay, mm -hmm. folks? They had control of all the accounting departments. And this is why you see all the little old ladies uh, trust as the Madoff victims, because all the attorneys, in order to pay to play, they had to rob the estates and give them the seed money for the Madoff Ponzi scheme. Now, Chuck took this money, Chuck Schumer. So did um, Leahy in Vermont because it originally came out of Brookline, Massachusetts, out of uh, Father Drenan. He was the mastermind of it, and he puts Barney Frank in his place. When the Pope tells Father Drenan and Father Giganti of the mob that they have to resign from Congress. So you have Ted Kennedy and D'Amato working the Senate. You have Barney Frank, and I, you know what, I didn't bother to find out who was Barney Frank's Republican counterpart that was in the Madoff scam. 
okay? But it would probably be in, been something in education or something like that. And it might have been that guy out on Long Island, King, Peter King. Yeah. Okay? I hate that guy. Yeah, everybody does. So that's why Gillibrand gives the money out in envelopes in the women's bathroom. And that's why everybody is resigning on the U.S. Senate, all the women. Boxer, uh, Feinstein, uh, the one woman from Maryland, Barbara, uh, I forgot her name. Mikulski or something? But, yeah, Mikulski, yeah. These were all the women that were secured with the little old Jewish women's trust. That Sheldon Silver ripped off. Now, here's Operation Mia, Medea. Now, I want every admiral and general to prick up their ears, because if not, your wife's going to find out about your mistresses and all the little boys. Okay? Operation Medea. All right? This is where Sheldon Silver and D'Amato and Rockefeller hooked up all the public access networks across the nation to put out the information so that the major newspapers could then pick it up and say, oh, this is where it is about. So we're talking about shows like Beijing Tune Out, where they went up against China in August of 2008. Darfur.org, when they went up against China with Mia Farrow, okay? These were all organized through Rockefeller, D'Amato, and Silver. These were responsible for Clinton, Project Goliath, and the CIA takedown of general and admirals, like uh, when they attacked like Lieutenant General Sinclair, because he was the only one who would have known about the supply ripoffs, the black market in U.S. supplies, and the shipment of weapons in Libya that Clinton was was handling. Face it, folks, Clinton was dealing arms on her own. She was putting Prince Bandar to shame. And so the point is, how do you nail her for arms selling of used American weapons without indicting the United States? Don't uh, don't the boys kind of frown on that side business of selling arms on your own? So does the mafia when you get to cut them out. Yeah, well, yeah. All right, so I got a five-letter word for you, maybe six. Uh, Madoff. Madoff was the seed money for Emily's list. Those right. women that donated $101, you looked at that list, and you're going to find out that 80% of them didn't donate. But because there were $101, the IRS didn't find them. And guess who's in charge of the IRS? Mitra, the organization for Air Force Intelligence, which has all the gaming AIs on all the admirals and generals to be replaced. With all their personal information from the IRS, admirals and generals, all you need to do is call Major General Jay Santee and ask him for a copy of your gaming AI, and you should do it tomorrow morning because you need to have this in place by December 5th, 
so that Project or Operation Medea can be blocked and the whole public access show and tell can collapse, which will then cause the attack on the palace of Saud to fail. It will cause the attack on the Bank of China to fail. And it will cause the dropping of all the mistresses and offshore accounts of every general and admiral in the Pentagon. All right, you got 20 seconds to say bye-bye to the audience. I'd like to say a special shout-out to Prime Minister. Well, he's not a Prime Minister. He's a Vice Premier, Wang Yi. Good luck. And Deputy Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, please, when Commerce Secretary Penny Prescott shows you the agreement, show her all the mistakes. Thank you. All right. Well, we will see you again tomorrow. Dean will be back next week. At- Lights out, make your way to the floor. Just dance, got me begging for more. Get down in the county of kings. Hear that music makes you wanna sing, wanna sing. Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. Whether you call it commercial redemption or accept it for value, the Commerce Game Exposed is the book that will help you understand this process. The fact is, there is no lawful money in circulation. The explanation and details as to how this happened are enlightening, and the instructions concerning what one can do with this information are detailed and easy to understand. Utilizing this process is not for everyone, but learning how lawful money has been turned into commercial debt instruments should be of concern to everyone. The Commerce Game Exposed book is a good tool to learn the commercial nature of the new world order. To order the Commerce Game Exposed, go to www.theamericanvoice.com or call 541-826-9050. That's 541-826-9050. This is the American Voice Radio Network.
Broadcasting live on satellite at Galaxy 7, Transponder 12, Audio 8.1. We're on the Internet at AmericanVoiceRadio.com. You can hear American Voice Radio 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. As you heard on the intro there, that's what's going on. I am your host, Francis Stephan. This is the Frank Report right here on American Voice Radio Network. Okay, I'm just adjusting some things here, so uh, we'll get a little better sound going on. And uh, there we go. There we have it. Up, 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 up. Okay. All right, there we go. Now we've got it good. It's all going on now. It's Monday morning. Well, (laughs) it was Monday morning about five minutes ago. Now it's Monday afternoon because it's about 12.04 in the afternoon here in the Pacific Time Coast. So unless you're out there in the uh, Pacific Ocean or Alaska or Hawaii, it's it's afternoon now. Half the day is gone and it's Monday. Uh, Monday, May 3rd. It's warm here in southern Oregon. It's sunny. That's uh, kind of nice. I wish it wasn't so warm, but hey, I guess it's got to happen sooner or later. <laughs> Might get a lot warmer here pretty soon with, uh, you know, uh, meteors from the sky. Anyway, that's a whole other story, which I'm really not going to get into today because I don't know enough about it to talk about it right now. But hey, you can call in if you know anything about meteors on the way to the Earth to... uh mash us into little pieces and mess things up around here, you can give us a call at 1-800-433-1429, 1-800-433-1429. I, uh, I did want to bring out some things, uh, uh, technical stuff for you folks, because uh, from time to time, you know, the squeaky wheel always gets the oil. Uh, and, and, and it's just getting to be the point where the squeaky wheel really starts to aggravate me. All right? Because there is no oil, because nobody wants to believe it's oil. Well, here's some oil for the squeaky wheel. Well, that's not oil. It can't be the problem. It's got to be you. There's something wrong with that oil. And I'm talking about the Internet, folks. Okay? I want to explain something to you, and I want you to listen. All right? I want you to listen, because whether you like it or not, this is just the way it is. The Internet is not 100% stable all the time. And if you'll check the news, there was a big worm on the, uh, I guess it's still there, uh, this weekend making its way across the Internet, which they say was slowing Internet traffic. Of course, this has got to be my fault. All right? Now, why do I say this? Why do I bring this up? Because I don't get that many emails. I don't get that many uh, calls. Once in a while, I do. And and it's always the same. What's wrong with your servers? Why don't you buy more uh, server space so more people can listen? Why don't I do all those things? Why should I? 
Those aren't the problems. Our servers are not overloaded, okay? I know exactly how many people our servers can handle, and I know exactly how many people are on there at any given time. It's not that. You know, I, we just we just lost a broadcaster who, uh, I, I got to tell you, you know, I'm not shedding a whole lot of tears over it uh, because I, I just can't every single day griping and moaning and, and, and blaming and, and, you know, flaming me on the air. Uh, I just get tired of that, especially when it's not anything that I have any control over. Folks, you have to understand something about the Internet. From here to your house through the Internet goes through a lot of different places. Any one of those places can have something wrong with it. Any place in between any of those places can have something wrong with it. All right, so don't you think it's just a little bit ridiculous to call me and say, well, uh, what's going on with you? Oh, or I had an important listener yesterday, and they couldn't hear. Well, let me burn down the house, because something must be wrong here. There's going to be times when you can't hear. You know what, folks? That's why... When we sell airtime, we sell satellite time. The internet time is included. It's free, all right? It's just included. You're paying for satellite time. You're not paying for internet. You're paying for satellite. That's it. And shortwave if you have it. Okay. Enough of that. Okay? It's just you have to understand. Now listen, if you're on the end of a phone line, all right, and you've got a switch. And you got 20 people on your phone line, let's just say, on the line coming up the road. And you're on there, and you're on your Internet, and you're getting everything fine, and you're listening, and everything's swell, and you're having a great time. And then all of a sudden, it starts buffering, it starts cutting out, it starts doing bad things. Well, of course you call Frank, because I must be doing something wrong over here. Oh, but maybe... Maybe it could be those other people on your phone line all decided to go on the Internet. Or they all decided to start making phone calls. Or they all started deciding to use their telephone in one way or another. Do you think, is it possible that that could affect you? Now, do you know when your neighbors go online or pick up their phone? <laughs> See, I don't know. I don't know when my neighbors do. I see these phone lines coming up the road, and I see one. And I see a bunch of houses along the way. I'm two miles from a switch, and I see a lot of houses between me and there. Hmm. Is it possible that it could be on your end? <gasps> but does that make it your fault? No. It's just the way it is. I hope we understand this. Okay? I really do hope we understand this. You know what? Enjoy the Internet as much as you can. And when it doesn't work, check your stuff. Make sure it's okay. You know, uh, and then just live with it. Because there's nothing you can do about it. And there's nothing I can do about it. There's too many things that can go wrong along the way. That has nothing to do with me. Now, there has been... Oh, I'd say two or three times when the problem was on this end. When I did need to reboot the server, the uh, encoder on this end. These things happen. 
and uh, I'm on it when they do. So if there's a problem on this end, unless it's in the middle of the night, uh, it doesn't go for more than an hour. But there's other problems that I have no control over. You ever hear that saying, circumstances beyond our control? Well, that's the Internet, okay? But on to some news now that we've taken care of all that. Oh, let's see. Now, 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 now. We have had for six months or better, I think it's more like eight months on our website, two separate articles. We don't change them very often, as you know, because every time I go to change one, I'm thinking, oh, no, man, this is still timely. And what's still on there is the draft, and it says, I told you so. I guess I could put a new article on there and say, told you so again, but I'm going to just tell you so now. And you know what? My wife went on one of these forums on the Yahoo groups and and was talking and saying, you know, they're going to institute the draft again. And man, she got she got boiled by somebody, uh, I guess, who says they're in the military or whatever. There's not going to be any draft. Blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what, dummies? Yeah, yeah, there is going to be one. Told you so a long time ago. Seen it coming. Uh, the writing on the wall, the smoke on the horizon, the whole nine yards. You know what? you got to start paying a little better attention and stop living in dream world with your fantasy, how it ought to be, how it should be, how it could be, how nice it would be if, and start looking at the way it is. Because, man, there's a draft coming, and the reason why is because they ain't killing enough Americans yet. The Selective Service System has proposed revamping the draft to include... The registration of women. So get ready, girls. You've seen the movie, G.I. Jane, all that good stuff. Doesn't that make you feel like a killer? Doesn't it make you feel like you want to get out there and kill yourself some, oh, I don't know, uh, Iraqis, Iranians, Saudi Arabians, Afghanistanians, (laughs) Afghanistanians, Afghanis. How about Syrians? Hey, you know what? You better saddle up and get, get the idea to start killing Chinese. Because they're going to be the enemy, folks. Oh, but don't worry. We won't have any military left in the United States. They'll all be off somewhere else getting poisoned by their own weapons. Meaning depleted uranium that they're breathing in and out. You know, they got this commercials on television about, oh, smoking's bad for you. Well, of course smoking's bad for you. And then they have these people... You know, and and don't get me wrong, I feel sorry for anybody who gets lung cancer, any other kind of cancer, any other kind of deadly illness that's going to kill you miserably and make, you know, just make your last days on earth pathetic. Man, I feel really bad for anybody who that happens to. But you know what? You can't come out and say, well, I didn't know. I started smoking and, and gee, then they sprang it on me that, oh, this was bad for me. Okay, so where along the line, and I'm not even talking about the last, how many years have they had that little warning on the side of a pack of cigarettes? Ever since I have been an adult, it's been there. Okay, so that's at least 25 years, folks, it's been there. And I believe it was there earlier than that. You know, the little warning that says, uh, these cause cancer, and for you morons out there that don't get it, cancer causes death. Yeah, that warning, 
So for people to get on the television and say, well, I didn't know. I got on there, I was smoking, and then now I've got cancer, and it's their fault because nobody said. I smoked light cigarettes, so I thought I was going to be safe. Well, light cigarettes have the warning on the side, too. These can give you cancer. And you know what? The bottom line is, these people looked around and they saw people smoking and they said, well, they don't have cancer. Well, they don't have cancer. Well, that one's not, hey, that one's 70 years old and he doesn't have cancer. He's been smoking his whole life. Well, you know what? Not everybody does get cancer from smoking cigarettes. Some people smoke cigarettes 80 years and never get cancer. So you know what? You take your risks. You read the warning and it says, hey, this can give you cancer doesn't say it's going to because it doesn't give everyone cancer. It gives some people cancer, and that could be you. So get out your dice and go ahead and roll them. Flip a coin, whatever you'd like to do. It's your choice. You know that? You can't blame anybody else. I am so sick of everybody in this country blaming everybody for everything. Oh, something bad happened to me. It's got to be somebody's fault. Uh, who can I sue? Who can I sue? Somebody did something somewhere to do something because I'm not as happy as I could be. Maybe I'll go get the purple pill or the green pill or the yellow pill or some other kind of pill that I see advertised on television so I can feel better. And then I'll go get me one of these cheap ambulance chasers I see advertising right after all the drugs so I can go sue somebody because I might have been hurt by somebody somewhere sometime and it could be their fault. So let me get an ambulance chasing lawyer to, to go sue them. This is America, folks. Look around. It, it makes you want to puke. And now the Selective Service is not only going to draft men. No, 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 no. They're going to draft women, too. Hmm, who else drafts women? Let's see. Oh, yeah, the Israelis. They draft women. I guess if it's good enough for the Israelis, it's good enough for America. Now, that's not all. That's not all, folks. A lot of you out there are figuring, yeah, well, I don't care. I'm past the age. I don't care what they do. Well... The draft is going to include the registration of women and expanding the age limits and requiring that young Americans keep the government informed about those critical skills most valuable to the military. In other words, from now on, you have to tell the government what you're doing for a job. You have to tell the government what school you went to. You've got to tell the government what skills you've learned because you know they might want you to use them to kill someone. Or to support the troops to kill someone. The proposal presented to the Pentagon before the invasion of Iraq. uh, (coughs) Hello? Before the invasion of Iraq. See, that was a long time ago, folks. Why, Why is it that, how can that be? That the American voice got secret information. Oh, I know why. Because it wasn't secret. It's just Dan Rather wasn't uh, spurting it all over your television screen. Before the invasion of Iraq by the agency's acting director, Louis Brodsky. That's a nice American name. Brodsky. Kind of sounds like a Russian communist. 
would extend the age of draft registration from 25 years old, where it is now. If you're 18 to 25, you have to register. There's about 13 million kids registered. And as much as you'd like to be something else, uh, if you're 18 to 25, you are a kid. I didn't think I was when I was uh, 18 to 25. But once I got to be 30 to 35, I realized when I was 18 to 25, I was a kid. And they are. 13 million of them registered to go get slaughtered or poisoned, one or the other. Well, they're going to raise that from 25 years old to 34. Ah, so all you older guys out there now in your 30s, hey, guess what? You're going to be become you're going to start becoming eligible for the draft. It was revealed by the Seattle Post Intelligencer when a which obtained the plan under the Freedom of Information Act. They had to do a Freedom of Information Act to get this thing. You know, that's the, that, that's, that's the thing that's really bad. Why should you have to do a Freedom of Information Act to get something like that? Shouldn't they be making this public? Letting people know that, oh, oh yeah, we're going to start the draft again? What do you think of that? No, they don't want to let you know, and, and you don't want to even want to know. been telling you for months, and you don't want to know. Nobody cares. You just want to argue and say, nah, they'll never do it. Uh, we got to take a break. We'll be back in a few minutes. CEO Craig Smith says there are four major facts pushing gold prices higher. One, the dropping dollar, reducing our standard of living. Two, trillion dollar debt and deficits, living on borrowed time and money. Three, scandalous Wall Street behavior, fueling a confidence crisis. And number four, terrorist attacks adversely impacting economies and oil prices. Now, I'm no economist, but common sense tells me all this adds up to higher gold prices. Get informed and take action. Call my good friends at Swiss America to understand why gold is such a safe haven at 1-800-289-2646. That's 1-800-BUY-COIN. Ask for your free 2004 Gold Rush Kit at $25 value. That's 1-800-289-2646 or 1-800-BUY-COIN. Time is money and knowledge is power. That's why you need the Basic Research Library CD from the American Voice Now. This CD contains the Federalist Papers, which are the definitive writings illustrating the intent of the Constitution, and the Anti-Federalist Papers, which read like a crystal ball to everything gone wrong concerning the present-day Constitution. This CD also contains Bovier's Law Dictionary and the Uniform Commercial Code, plus 
The inaugural speeches of the U.S. presidents, the U.N. Charter, NAFTA, Hitler's Mein Kampf, the full Communist Manifesto, the Patriot Act 1 and 2, the model anti-bioterrorism law, the Homeland Security Bill, the FBI's Project Medigo, and too much more to mention here. The CD contains over a thousand files. To order your CD, go to www.theamericanvoice.com or call us at 541-826-9050. That's 541-826-9050 for ordering information. Okay, in line with today's needs, the selective service system structure, programs and activities should be re-engineered toward maintaining a national inventory of American men and, for the first time, women, ages 18 through 34, with an added focus on identifying individuals with critical skills. Jay, what do you figure they're counting on happening, folks? Huh? What do you think they're counting on happening here? 1-800-433-1429. They are obviously trying to get ready for something. And it doesn't seem good. They're raising a folks. Now look. We are in a relative state of peace. Okay, we have this war going on in Iraq. We haven't had any more huge terrorist uh, you know, attacks. We haven't had uh, little, which is surprising. Isn't it surprising, folks, that now here we have what a lot of you out there refer to as just ragheads running around all pissed off at America because we're the great Satan and we're no good and uh, we got the wrong religion and we're decadent and we're greedy and we're in their country and we're doing bad things and there's lots of pissed off Muslims. Okay, I can, I can understand that. I mean, it's not like America hasn't done anything to anger them and it's not like they're entirely wrong with their description of America. So let's just presume that that's the truth. There are a lot of angry Muslims, and their anger is directed at the United States of America and, therefore, the American people, because, you know what? Like it or not, it's your fault that this government has run amok the way it has. It's your fault. All right? You sit around and you let it happen. You don't do anything about it. You throw rocks at people like me who have been trying to do stuff about it. And I'm only using me as an example. There are so many other people out there that over the last 20 years have tried to do things. And you all sit around and let them be burned and murdered and killed and framed. On and on and on. You do nothing. You say nothing. And you're too afraid to even think about it. So, the anger and hatred that the Muslims have towards America, in at least some ways, you have to admit, is justified. So, 
Now we have all these millions, let's say millions of Muslims that are upset with America and Americans, and they'd like to hurt you, damage you, bring you down, teach you a lesson, whatever you'd like, they'd like to do you in. Well, let's think back to, oh, I don't know, let's say the Irish Re- Republican Army in England. Remember back, oh, in the 70s and 80s, there were bombs going off all the time. Bombs going off in theaters, bombs going off in schools, bombs going off under school buses, bombs going off in shopping malls, bombs going off all over the place where regular people did regular things on regular days. So basically, you never knew whether you were going to get blown up going to the grocery store, going to the school, going to the theater, or just walking down the street and having a car blow up next to you. Now, as far as I'm concerned, that's terror. Okay? As far as I'm concerned, that's terror. Because you never know, wherever you are, if the next time you step into a store might be your last, because they might blow up the store. Well, that's not been going on in America. That's not been going on at all. We have one big event where 3,000 people are killed. All right. Fine. That was tragic. It was huge. But where's the rest? Where's part two? Where's part three? Huh? Where's the rest? Where's the terror? I don't live in a big building. Most of America doesn't live in a big building. So, hey, you know what? I'm not that worried about planes flying into big buildings because I'm not in a big building. And I'm not going to be in a big building. So, where's the terror, I ask you? Oh, And there is the other thing. Do you really believe, really truly believe, that these upset, disgruntled Muslims have the ability, the wherewithal, and the finances to pull off what they did, supposedly do, in New York and Washington, D.C.? Oh yeah, I forgot. They took those little flying lessons in Cessnas. That's why they could fly a 757. Uh Uh-huh. Sure they did. Folks, and the, and the buildings, it was an amazing coincidence. Now, I heard one talk show say that, you know, one talk show host say, you know, I, I can't believe that it was a conspiracy. And it's true that the uh, buildings came down just like a controlled demolition that we've all seen on television a hundred times. But I just can't believe that or else it would drive me nuts. Well, gee, I'm sorry, but, you know... The Bible says the truth will set you free, not drive you nuts. Okay? Anyways, 1-800-433-1429. 1-800-433-1429. I want to hear what you've got to say, folks. But until then, we're going to take a break, and I'll answer the phone during the break if you call 1-800-433-1429.
The fruits are grown in chaos, distrust, and economic depression. A weary populace can seek peace only from the solutions they offer. They have worked until suicide has become so common that it generally calls forth no legitimate investigation. They have used the courts, the judges, the medical profession, and even the Constitution to further their ends. America now has over one million of its citizens in prison for political crimes. So who are they? And how long have they been at this? Psychopolitical Warfare is a 70-page color cover booklet that describes the strategy and tactics behind psychopolitics. Psychopolitics is only $10 from The American Voice. Go to www.theamericanvoice.com or call 541-826-9050. That's 541-826-9050 for ordering information. Grandma used to say, Johnny, eat your greens. She knew something about health that we've mostly forgotten. Most of us get little or no greens daily. Four Spectrum Chlorella gives five times the chlorophyll of any plant on earth for cleansing inside out and 50 times more lutein than spinach for healthy eyes. All eight essential amino acids, over 60% high-grade protein, and numerous vitamins and minerals. The cracked cell wall absorbs toxins, even heavy metals, and flushes them out of your system. Four Spectrum Clean Green Superfood is a whole food concentrate with no negative side effects. 100% plant source dehydrated chlorella pressed into tablets using no binders, fillers, excipients, colorings, or other additives. One month supply, $35, two months, only $60 postpaid. Read more at 4spectrum.us. That's number 4spectrum.us. Call 903-714-7767. That's 903-714-7767. Order today. Whether you call it commercial redemption or accept it for value, The Commerce Game Exposed is the book that will help you understand this process. The fact is, there is no lawful money in circulation. The explanation and details as to how this happened are enlightening, and the instructions concerning what one can do with this information are detailed and easy to understand. Utilizing this process is not for everyone, but learning how lawful money has been turned into commercial debt instruments should be of concern to everyone. The Commerce Game Exposed book is a good tool to learn the commercial nature of the New World Order. To order The Commerce Game Exposed, go to www.theamericanvoice.com or call 541-826-9050. That's 541-826-9050. Alrighty, nobody called, so I guess nobody's got anything to say out there. You know, we get an 800 number, so it can't even be that you're just a tightwad cheapskate. It's a free call, 1-800-433-1429. 1-800-433-1429. Free to you, that is. So uh, go ahead and utilize it. Anyway, back to the draft.
And yeah, you can call it selective service. You can call it whatever you want, but it's a draft. Now, where I left off was somewhere along the lines of uh, the fact that we really haven't had any more terrorist attacks. There hasn't been any real terror. There was one incident. All right? One incident. I'll tell you one thing. Waco, to me, was a, a far greater act of terror, even though it didn't kill as many people. But the fact that your government can roll into your house with tanks and military people and kill you and burn you to the ground and get away with it is a lot more terrifying than airplanes flying into big buildings that I don't go in. To me. Because we all live in a house, don't we? But then again, most of you keep your little mouths shut. You don't say anything because you're too afraid to say anything. So you're going to be safe until the beast decides that maybe they want to draft you. What are they getting ready for, folks? Why do they need all these people? Okay, fine, I could see, well, we need to rotate the troops. Uh, They have 13 million 18 to 25-year-olds already registered. 13 million they have registered right now in the Selective Service. That if they started a draft tomorrow... They know where all these kids live. And then go collect them. Bring them on in the military. 13 million. But apparently, 13 million is not enough. Well, wait a minute now. 13 million is not enough? Do you realize 18 to 24, 18 to 25? What's that, seven years? Seven years right there? Well... 25 to 34 is 9 years. So they're going to more than double just in the age. And you got to understand, only men right now are registered. And they got 13 million. They're going to double that, more than double that, just with the men. So that's 26 million. And then they're going to add women. Got to figure, well, hey, you know what? That's another 26 million, because there are more women than men in this country. Oh, yeah, I know, the whole minority thing with women are the poor, weaker minority. (laughs) You'll just buy anything, won't you? Certainly don't ever go look at the census. Certainly don't ever go look at the, uh, the CIA fact book or anything. Don't ever go look up anything. Don't ever go look up any facts population numbers or anything. Just keep believing, yes, and poor women are a minority. That's why they need special treatment, because they're a minority. Yeah, a minority with more people in it. Hmm, how's that work out? But that's the truth. There are more women than men in America. So, add another 26 million. Well, hey, that's 52 million. Now, you tell me, folks, why, why does the United States government need a military of 52 million people? Huh? What are they expecting? 52 million people? Man, oh man, oh man. They must be expecting something real bad. Well, if they are not, I wouldn't help them. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't help them if they were on fire. I wouldn't help them. As far as I'm concerned, the United States government deserves anything bad coming 
They deserve it. They deserve it in spades. They are liars, thieves, antichrist, Satanists, through and through. They're straight from the pit of hell. And now that doesn't mean that the Muslims are good. The Muslims are right. They're apostate, just, you know, boom, they're gone, man. But at least you know about them, okay? You know about them. They're not pretending to be Christians. They're not pretending to be your friends. They're not pretending to be something they're not. They're an apostate, antichrist religion, and they say so, and they're upfront about it. You know who they are. You know what they believe, and that's the way it is. And guys like George Bush trying to get up there and tell you it's a religion of peace is just a pile of crap. Well, you know, what do you expect coming out of George Bush anyway? Hmm? Same thing you expect out of John Kerry. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to pick sides here. It's all bad, okay? It's all bad. I'm not picking sides here. It's just all bad. And it's getting worse by the minute. Now, according to the report, Brodsky and Richard Flahaven, the agency's director of public and congressional affairs, reviewed the six-page proposal with Pentagon officials, including Charles A. Bell, Principal Deputy Undersecretary for Personnel and Readiness, and William Carr, Deputy Undersecretary for Military Personnel Policy, the agency officials said they would have to market the concept of a female draft to Congress before it could be instituted. Market? Now, let's look at some of the wording here, folks. For one, the Selective Service System's structure needs to be re-engineered. Okay, re-engineered is another word for reinvented. Now, we remember reinvented, don't we? Wasn't it Al Gore who wanted to reinvent government? Well, he was the last guy to say that. But actually, it was more like Karl Marx and uh, Beria and all the Soviet mind control, psychopolitic, Hegelian practitioners who came up with it first. And let's not forget, first, first, it was Satan who came up with it. So let's, let's always focus on where this stuff comes from, all right? So they want to re-engineer, reinvent the Selective Service. But that ain't all. They want to maintain a national inventory of American men and women. I, I don't like the sounds of that. You know, they've been calling you all human resources for years, and now they want to inventory you? And, and when does the, uh, when does the uh, warehousing begin of the inventory? Because that's what you do with inventory, folks. You warehouse it. Man, you better be careful. This is, if this is what you want, you want this? You better get up in arms about this. I mean, because if you don't, you might as well just blow your brains out. How's that for some advice? Because why bother? Why bother going on? If you're not going to do anything, say anything, nothing, why do you even bother? Better yet, just get on the TV set and get, get you some of them pills they got on there. They'll fix you right up. 
Ah, forget those side effects they tell you about, because you know what? You're able to forget the warning on the side of a pack of cigarettes that say, hey, these will give you cancer and you'll die. So, hey, you can, uh, you can just ignore all the warning symptoms of all these nice little pills that will make you feel so good, except they'll make your liver bleed and you'll die. But, hey, you'll feel good while you're doing it, and that's really all that matters, isn't it? Anyway... Mandatory little history. Mandatory registration for the draft was suspended in 1975, but then again was resumed in 1980 by President Carter after the Soviets invaded Afghanistan. Now, (laughs) resumed by President Carter. You know, President Carter is probably known as one of the biggest doves of, of the century as far as presidents go. I mean, really, one of the the least warmongering doves that I can think of in recent history. And I mean recent history like the last hundred years. But yet he was the one to reinstitute the selective service. Oh, because the Soviets invaded Afghanistan? Please. Yeah, well, hey, just like the domino theory proved, you know, hey, they slide into Afghanistan. The next jump is Alaska. That's it. You can see it coming. It's right. It's, hey, the... Writing's on the wall. There it is. Afghanistan, Alaska, New York City. Next thing, we'll all be talking Russian, won't we? Sure. You know, makes great sense. You know, and this is the thing. I don't understand Americans. I don't understand what's going on. Actually, I kind of do, but it's like I still can't believe it. I mean, for the most part, you people out there will buy stories like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Kennedy was shot by a lone gunman with a magic bullet that turned around in midair in full flight and turned around, went through his head, and then turned around came back up through the other guy's head. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, we'll believe that. Well, they had a commission, and they said so, so we'll buy it. You buy the fact that the World Trade Centers fell in on themselves, both of them. They didn't fall over. They fell right on top of themselves. Well, that's normal, isn't it? Especially when a a big airplane flies into the side of it. And it happens on two different, completely different floors, two different airplanes, two different everything. But, hey, they both came down exactly the same way. And you'll believe that this was a terrorist act done by by Muslims who took Cessna flying lessons. Uh Uh-huh. That makes sense, sure. You know, I mean, come on. And then you believe the domino theory? Well, okay, you know, hey, them North Vietnamese, because if they're going to go into the south of their own country, well, hey, you know, that's the domino theory. Next step, hey, next step's Hawaii. They're going to attack Hawaii and turn them all into communists over there in Hawaii. Well, pretty much the Hawaiians already turned themselves all into communists. They didn't need any Vietnamese help or anybody else's. So, you know, all these ridiculous little theories that the government pushes out, and the talking heads like Dan Rather and Peter Jennings and those idiots, they come out and they tell you about, and everybody goes, oh, 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 that's right, we've got to stop them darn commies because they'll, uh, you know, the domino theory, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, that dirty, rotten, lousy uh, Lee Harvey Oswald with his bullet that he uh, made somehow do. It's probably one of them Soviet invention bullet things. Yeah. The Red Menace, you know. Don't get me wrong, the Red Menace was a real menace, and it was here. Joe McCarthy was right, and he got ruined, destroyed for it, for his trouble, okay? Sure, he seemed like a maniac. He, seemed, he was passionate about it. And I'll tell you what, 
he would have had success. He would have got through it. He would have succeeded if not for the betrayal of one little queer dress wearing short guy working at the FBI, and that would be J. Edgar Sissy Boy Hoover, Mr. Communist Fighter himself. Well, he didn't want it out that he was a dress wearing queer. So he hung Joe McCarthy out to dry. That's right. But you'll never hear that. What an unbelievable crackpot conspiracy theory that must be because Peter Jennings didn't tell you so. Well, I'm telling you so, and you can believe it or not. Anyway. Blah, 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 blah. I don't care about the selective service anymore. They they go into a little bit about what it is today, but who cares? It isn't going to be that way. It's being re-engineered, and you're going to be inventoried. And just remember, inventory gets warehoused, so you have that to look forward to. Here's some more news. The number of warrants issued by the nation's secret spy court almost doubled from the year 2001 to the year 2003. Doubled! A change that, in the words of many privacy, well, one privacy expert, means more secrecy and less accountability in government surveillance. The new figures released Saturday show the extent to which the Justice Department and the FBI have shifted their focus to battling terrorism. The secret surveillance warrants hit a record high, surpassing for the first time the number of wiretaps sought by law enforcement in traditional criminal cases. So they're getting more secret warrants for wiretaps than they are regular warrants. So there must be more terrorists in America than there are criminals. Right? Doesn't that make sense? You believe that, don't you folks? There are more terrorists running around in America than there are criminals. Because you don't need criminal wiretaps, you need terrorist wiretaps. There's been a fundamental change in the way the government conducts surveillance. said uh, David Sobel, General Counsel for the Electronic Privacy Information Center, and the result is a lot more secrecy and a lot less accountability. Federal agents sought 1,727 warrants from the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court for electronic eavesdropping and physical searches last year, according to a Justice Department filing with Congress. Now, hey, that's a lot of warrants, isn't it? That's a lot of requests, 1,727. But thank goodness at least they go to this spy court and and you have some reasonable justices looking at the evidence and saying, well, yes or no, no, well, 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 no, you don't have enough evidence for that. Oh, but out of 1,727, only four applications were rejected. Four out of 1,727, folks. Oh, but don't, don't worry. You, you guys all wrapped up in your little American flag there, don't worry. Don't worry, I know four sounds bad. Well, there's four terrorists that got away. Well, no, because two of those warrants, those requests, were reworked and then approved. So only two terrorists got away. Okay, so people safe. Safer. Unless, of course... You might be somehow, some way, considered a terrorist. By comparison, there were 1,442 wiretap petitions in federal and state courts for crimes like drugs and racketeering, according to a separate report from the Administrative Office of U.S. Courts. So, there's like 300 more. 300 more secret warrants. 
Must be a lot of spying going on in this country. Either there's a lot of spying or there's a lot of lying. Which do you think it is, folks? Spying or lying? Spying by foreign governments and terrorists or lying by the government saying that no regular people that are just everyday average criminals are being called terrorists so they can get these secret warrants that take a lot less burden of proof. All they have to do is basically say they want it. In a criminal investigation, they have to say why they want it. Attorney General John Ashcroft said the new FISA figures show the Justice Department is, quote, deploying its legal resources to uncover and prevent terrorist attacks on Americans. To keep the United States and its people safe, it is critical that the Department of Justice use every legal means to detect, deter, and disrupt foreign terrorists and their activities here in America. What a load! What a load! But critics of the government surveillance effort, no doubt terrorists themselves, because being critical of this, they must be. Because you heard the president, if you're not for him, you're against him. If you're not fighting terrorists, you are one. So the critics of the government surveillance efforts, we'll just call them terrorists, called the sharp increase worrisome because the work of the FISA court is conducted in secret and allows a lower standard of proof. It's generally tougher for prosecutors to get permission for traditional wiretaps because they must demonstrate that there is a probable cause that a suspect engaged in a crime. There is no such requirement when agents are seeking to gather intelligence from an alleged spy or terrorist. So all they have to do is say, I think you're a spy. I think you're a spy. Now they can break in your house. They can plant bugs in your house, never tell you. Then they can come and grab you and lock you up and never tell any of your friends, never give you a lawyer. Well, yeah, you don't think so? They're doing it, folks. But, after all, this is America. Now, here's a little something. Why do them Iraqis hate Americans so much anyway? I mean, we're there to liberate them, after all, aren't we? I mean, we must be, seeing as how there are no weapons of mass destruction. I'm telling you, the weapons of mass destruction was 10-year-old information. Yeah, Saddam Hussein probably had weapons of mass destruction before the first Gulf War. But after, you know, a war and 10 years, over 10 years of surveillance, interdiction, uh, supervision, and sanctions... Uh, you, I don't think you have much of a weapons of mass destruction program going on, do you? And if you do, who dropped the ball? I mean, it wasn't the UN. They were too busy robbing food out of children's mouths with their dirty, scandalous oil-for-food deal. So they didn't have any time for any weapons of mass destruction. They were too busy stealing food out of children's mouths. Oh, we'll get to that. Not today, probably. When I look at the clock, we're running out of time. Now, in Iraq. Now, here's a guy named, uh, who? Diaya al-Shuaria. We won't be saying that name again. Some Iraqi guy. He spent several stints in Baghdad's notorious Abu Ghraib prison. Twice under Saddam Hussein's rule and once under American. He prefers Sodom's torture to the humiliation of being stripped naked by his American guards. 
he said Sunday in an interview with the Associated Press. America's top general, General Richard Myers, said Sunday there was no evidence of systematic abuse. And the actions of just a handful have unfairly tainted all American forces. Can't you just hear Himmler saying that? I mean, can't you just hear Himmler saying that? Here's Himmler with his little beady eyes and his little glasses on there telling the world that, well, there is no evidence of systematic abuse and the actions of just a handful have unfairly tainted all German forces. For the most part, our concentration camps are very nice. We have a couple of bad apples, yeah, but, you know, these things happen. I mean, you can just see it, can't you? He would have been forgiven, wouldn't he? I mean, you'd be okay with that, wouldn't you? Of course you would. Of course you would. Why wouldn't you be? However, even though he said that, Amnesty International said it has uncovered a pattern of torture. A pattern of torture of Iraqi prisoners by coalition troops and called for an independent investigation into the claims of abuse. The 30-year-old, who we uh, mentioned before, who used to work in a fabric shop, is a die-hard fighter in the uh, Al-Mahdi army, the fanatic militia of the Shiite Muslim cleric who has vowed to take on the Americans. He said while jailed uh, by Saddam's regime, he was electrocuted, beaten, and hung from the ceiling with his hands tied behind his back. But that's better than the humiliation of being stripped naked. Shoot me here, he said, pointing between his eyes. But don't do this to us. For months, human rights groups and former prisoners have complained of mistreatment at detention centers, but their protests were widely dismissed as politically motivated until the U.S. command started an investigation in January. Six American soldiers are now facing court-martials. A whole six? Wow! The allegations exploded onto the world stage this past week after CBS 60 Minutes 2 broadcast images allegedly showing Iraqi stripped naked, hooded, and being tormented by their U.S. captors. Well, that couldn't be. But, 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 it was on 60 Minutes. It must be true. You know, I don't know what I don't know what to believe about this. I mean, I'm sure they're being abused, uh, but I think it's diversionary. I mean, come on, let's go look at Guantanamo Bay. Let's get some people down there. Let's talk to those guys. Okay, those guys have been locked up a long time. Let's go see how they're doing. You know, Iraqi in Iraq. I mean, I, I you know I don't want to sound like I justify any of this, but the thing is, Iraq is a war zone. All right, those soldiers are in danger. They are in a war zone. They are getting blown up. They are getting killed. They don't know who their enemy are, is, and they know they're surrounded by a people that hate them. Now, whether those people have a good reason to hate them is neither here nor there. When you're there and, and they hate you and you're in danger of being killed, hey, you, you, know, you might do things you wouldn't normally do. And I don't condone it, but I can understand it at least. But what about Guantanamo Bay, huh? Those people are in prison and they're being abused. Let's go look at them. Now, real quick, and then I have a little announcement, programming announcement. Uh, Walter Mondale is speaking. Now, I want you to hear something here, okay? I want you to, I'm, I'm not going to read this whole thing. He's talking about candidates for vice president for John Kerry, okay? Uh, plenty of good candidates out there, he says. <laughs> Why aren't any of them running? 
he thinks John Edwards would be fine. But, now listen, he suggests that Kerry could also consider someone on the other side of the political aisle, meaning a Republican. He may want to look at people who could help from a national coalition to end the polarization of our nation. We need to end the political hostility that is really dangerous for our country. I think this is the greatest nation it has ever been, but we are not guaranteed first place by God. Each of us as a citizen must try to keep making this the best place in the world, but that requires people reaching out to each other across the party lines. There has to be a way for people to walk across that bridge, not as hardcore Democrat or hardcore Republican, as sensible, tolerant, intelligent citizens. Folks, what they're talking about, you know, it's not good enough that there's a two-party system. They want one party. This is the way it's going, folks. This is the big diaprax going on right here. They're doing it even with the political parties. You watch, within a year, if we last that long, there won't be two parties. There'll only be one big, happy family. Oh, but did I forget to tell you? You're all stepchildren. Oh, and we know how they're treated. Hey, I've got an announcement for you. At 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock, Pam Stegner uh, is starting her new time, 2 o'clock right here. She's going to be on 9.330 for you shortwave listeners out there. 9.330, that's WBCQ out of Monticello, Maine. And uh, she's going to be on there on Monday and Tuesday. Bo's going to be on there. Bo Greitz is going to be on there uh, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So stay tuned in just an hour. That's going to be going on. And, folks, thanks for listening. You've been listening to The Frank Report on the American Voice Radio Network. And thanks for listening. Don't forget to tune in next time. The fruits are grown in chaos, distrust, and economic depression. A weary populace can seek peace only from the solutions they offer. They have worked until suicide has become so common that it generally calls forth no legitimate investigation. They have used the courts, the judges, the medical profession, and even the Constitution to further their ends. America now has over one million of its citizens in prison for political crimes. So who are they? And how long have they been at this? Psychopolitical Warfare is a 70-page color cover booklet that describes the strategy and tactics behind psychopolitics. Psychopolitics is only $10 from The American Voice. Go to www.theamericanvoice.com or call 541-826-9050. That's 541-826-9050 for ordering information. This is the American Voice Radio Network, broadcasting live on satellite at Galaxy 7, Transponder 12, Audio 8.1. We're on the Internet at AmericanVoiceRadio.com. You can hear American Voice Radio 24 hours a day, 7 days a week.
The fruits are grown in chaos, distrust, and economic depression. A weary populace can seek peace only from the solutions they offer. They have worked until suicide has become so common that it generally calls forth no legitimate investigation. They have used the courts, the judges, the medical profession, and even the Constitution to further their ends. America now has over one million of its citizens in prison for political crimes. So who are they? And how long have they been at this? Psychopolitical Warfare is a 70-page color cover booklet that describes the strategy and tactics behind psychopolitics. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.